And now it's time for a special presentation of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. And now with the call, Chris Spicer. Just like that, I welcome you inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of the girls' Class D softball championship from Augensburg Free Academy. Two well-deserved teams in the Hammond Red Devils and the Hewelton Bulldogs, and two teams that almost didn't get here. Herman DeKalb up two to nothing in the seventh. Hammond comes to their last at bat. Three runs, still had no outs, walk off, win the game three to two. At the same time, Hewelton dug themselves in a hole against the Edwards Knox Cougars. They were down 8-4 going into the bottom of the seventh. And I'll tell you what, the Hewelton Bulldogs, it started with Lily Spooner. She bats nine into lineup. She had two strikes on her, ended up earning a walk. And then Chastity Johnson came up, a freshman, got a two-strike hit. And then Molly Williams came up, lined a shot. Allison Trapton got a shot. It was big-time plays that led the Hewelton Bulldogs to an amazing, improbable five runs in the bottom of the seventh to walk off against Edwards Knox, 9-8. to eight. That's how both these teams got here. We'll set the regular season for you in a little bit. But I just want to thank you for listening. It's been 10 and three-quarters years after the overall Section 10 semis and finals. It'll be an 11th year, you and I, together. I really do appreciate you listening. We broke Hank Aaron's mark of 7.55 about a week and a half ago. We're surpassing right now with this game on 7.63, the Barry Bonds. And we don't have an asterisk next to us, baby. And it should be a really enjoyable game on a beautiful afternoon. So when I say, hey, you know what? I actually give a that you listen. I mean it. And all our sponsors, if you weren't listening, and our sponsors didn't participate, none of this is going down for the kids. So please go into these places, spend a little bit of your money from time to time, and we work things in a full circle around the North Country the way we should. Let's start to shake it down for you inside our Mort Backus and Sons pregame show. The Hewelton Bulldogs had won eight straight Section 10 championships from 2010 to 2017, but they got knocked off the pedestal in 2018 by one to St. Regis Falls. They got knocked off the pedestal again, the semifinals to Edwards Knox in 2019. There was no 2020 season. 2021, Hewelton, they were at one point in second place behind Hammond because the first game this year between those two teams, Hammond won in a very close one. But Hewelton knocked them off the next time around. Hammond then lost to the Edwards Knox Cougars, and it's the Hewelton Bulldogs that win the regular season West Division at 11 and one. The Hammond Red Devils they come in second at 10 and two, going into the girls Class D playoffs. Hewelton earning the number one seed, the Hammond Red Devils earning the number two seed. They made it look easy. It was like 44 to Wap Babaloo Babalump Bam Boom and one against the Parisville Hopkinton. Your Hewelton Bulldogs won to get to the semifinals against Edwards Knox who beat Colton Pierpont 4 to nothing. Hewelton then, in the bottom of the seventh, score five runs to win 9-8 against Edwards Knox to punch their ticket here. On the other side of the coin, the Hammond Red Devils, they had it easy with the Motown Green Rockets 24-3. to But then they themselves, bottom of the seventh, down two, score three runs to win 3-2 to to get here. This is anybody's matchup on the softball diamond today. What it really comes down to, in my opinion, is who plays better defense. We just, you and I, I don't know if you were with me then, but 
witnessed the Lisbon Boys Class C Championship game and them taking on the Norwood Norfolk Flyers. And I simply said, when it comes down to one game, so much about the fundamentals, you got to get it done defensively on the diamond. At times, you've got to get on base with two strikes. At times, you've got to get two strike, two out hits. The Lisbon Golden Knights, right away in the top of the first, two hard balls hit, one to third, one to second. They were ready to play, sucked them up in the glove, made the good throws, got the good out, set the tempo, where the Nord Norfolk Flyers, they had some errors early on, eventually led to some runs, Lisbon hitting the ball. Next thing you know, Lisbon runs away with it 11-1. to 1. So no doubt making the right plays on the diamond defensively. The Hewleton Bulldogs, they simply did not do that in the semifinal game. They escaped with that miraculous comeback. They committed, I think, five errors in that contest. But it wasn't just the errors that helped Edwards Knox. Edwards Knox did a great job. They came to play. They hit the ball. But in the end, it was the Hewleton Bulldogs punching their ticket. So they have got to be sound out on the softball diamond. I can give you a little bit of an edge maybe to the Hewleton Bulldogs coming into this game. Like I said, these two teams played twice and both games. It was absolutely close. Uh, the first time that your Hewleton Bulldogs and the Hammond Red Devils played, it was the Red Devils that beat them 4-2. to two. The next time they played, it was the Hewleton Bulldogs winning 3-1. to one. So it's absolutely anybody's game here this afternoon. But the Hewleton Bulldogs play on a more similar diamond to this. The Hammond Red Devils, they play on an all-grass infield. So these balls, the way they bounce, the way they come off that clay dirt are different here. So maybe, just maybe a little bit of a slight edge to the Hewleton Bulldogs. We take a break. We'll talk more about your starting lineups when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. The Chevy Equinox continues to be a great vehicle for the North Country. At Morbacus & Sons, we've got what you're looking for. With available all-wheel drive, a slew of standard safety features, and great fuel economy, the Equinox has what it takes to be the vehicle for your family's need. We invite you to stop in and see our professional, friendly sales staff on Route 68. Call us at 315-393-5899 or check us out online at morbacus.com. Find new roads with the Chevrolet Equinox at Morbacus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. Used to be plenty of hot water, but then two became three. They showered, dishes done, but you get a three-minute cold shower. You could have bought a new Bradford white water heater, all of the hot water ever needed, average lifespan 16 years, and, and made right in the USA, but you didn't. Then three became four, and now the dishes, laundry machine, everyone in the house competing for hot water. It's time. Gas, electric, or tankless models. Have your contractor get you a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. These are difficult times, and our team at Community Health Center of the North Country understands your family's safety needs to be your number one priority. But being safe does not mean avoiding your doctor. Certain primary, pediatric, and behavioral health services are now available through our new telehealth platform, keeping your family healthy while they're comfortably at home. Visit chcnorthcountry.org telehealth for details. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. 
I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Our Mort Backus and Sons pregame show, Find New Roads with Mort Backus and Sons. The setting you and I, baby, find ourselves behind home plate here, Augensburg Free Academy, site of the girls' class D softball section 10 championship. Your Hewelton Bulldogs taking on the Hammond Red Devils. They split during the regular season. They each made their way through the brackets on the opposite sides of the coin, and now they face each other here on the diamond. Could be a very splendid game this afternoon between the Hewelton Bulldogs and the Hammond Red Devils, as I always do. I want to thank you for listening. I, I really appreciate it, everybody. Uh, and I got a card that apparently from Grandma here, and I appreciate it. I hear it might bring me to tears, so I haven't opened it up yet, uh, but I will at some point. But just honestly, for all your support, listen all the years, I, I truly work my rear end off, guys. I, I stress out so much getting all the eight, nine schedules out and trying to put it all together. So we really do appreciate you listening. The Bulldogs have taken the lineup on the field. So have the Hammond Red Devils. We're going to have the national anthem, and then we're going to get to ball. So next, we have no anthem, apparently. So play ball is the call here. And we're going to get ready to rock and roll. So that being said, your Hewelton Bulldogs is the number one seed. They are the home team in their purple socks, black pants, purple jerseys, black numbers on the back outlined in yellow. The Red Devils in their red socks, black pants, red jerseys, white numbers front and back. And they come in as a visiting team. So they will bat first. Our Northern Physical Therapy starting lineup for the Hammond Red Devils celebrating 25 years. Free membership while you're getting your physical therapy done there and for 30 days after you're done your physical therapy. Zoe Cunningham will bat the sophomore in the first spot. Haley Cunningham, the senior, in the second. Sophomore Sydney Tanner in the third. Senior Avery Kenyon in the cleanup. Junior Olivia Crosby in the fifth. Hannah Belknap, junior, in the sixth. Eighth grader Ava Howie in the seventh. Sophomore Booking Arquette in the eighth. And junior designated player Lily Town bats in the ninth spot. I'm going to tell you a little something about the Hammond Red Devils. When I think about the teams that unfortunately really took it on the chin due to COVID-19, it was the Lisbon boys baseball team making to the final four in 2019, not having a season the next year. It's these Hammond Red Devils, the nucleus of these girls. They've got some great athletes. They in basketball in 2019, uh, or excuse me, 2020, before things ended, uh, they could have made a run into the New York State Final Four, maybe won a state championship. And then they come that year, and they were tremendous in soccer, but there was no state playoffs. This is a very well-deserved Hammond Red Devils teams over years past and that come out on the field today. The Hewelton Bulldogs. It is on the hill here this afternoon. Allison Traffin here. I, I, I guess I'm a little bit confused. I just, I've got to see the number. To be honest with you, Zoe Cunningham comes up to bat here. Here comes the pitch and that a strike one. It is Chastity Johnson on the hill here. I think I just got things screwed up in the scorebook here because Trapman's on second. Here comes the pitch. Swung and hard. Molly Williams off the glove. It's short out into center field. Geez, I think they scored that an error in the scorebook. It would have been a tough play, a good play, but a play I think that should have been made. 
And the Hewelton Bulldogs, they had some errors in that first game, and now they start away with some more here. And now Zoe Cunningham on first base with the E6. The bunt attempt is a strike. Haley Cunningham up to bat in the right-handed batter's box. Okay, so pitching is Chastity Johnson, the freshman. She's worked hard all season long, continued to get the win. Lily Spooner, phenomenal year the sophomore has had behind the plate, has backed up her pitcher well all season long. Here comes the pitch, swung on, base hit out in the center field. Here comes Hannon. They're going to run from second to the third. The throw to third, not in time. And then they advance from first to second. Oh, wubba, wubba, nyut, nyut, nyut. They reached me in an error, and then a base hit out in the center field. It wasn't handled smoothly. Zoe Cunningham took off the third. As soon as the throw went to third, Haley Cunningham to second. And all of a sudden, the noise coming out of the dugout down the first base side for the Hammond Red Devils. Runners on second and third. Nobody down in the top of the first. Sydney Tanner Suffmore. As she looks at strike one across the plate. So Johnson on the hill. Spooner backing her up. Simmons at first, who had an unbelievable game, had a huge hit to score two runs to tie. Now ball out in the left field. Caught. And runners will have to stay where they're at. And a great job there by Amber Cunningham to be settled under her feet to make a catch that Hewelton needed right now. Sydney Tanner retired F-set in the books. And now Avery Canyon, a senior. Heck of an athlete for head coach Katina Dillon steps into the right-handed batter's box. We got a little bit of a jam here for the dogs early. Here comes the right-handed windmill pitch off speed. Strike one on Kenyon. Crosby sits in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Belknap sits in the hole here. Runners second and third. Top of the first. Girls Class D softball championship. Hewelton on the diamond defensively. Here comes the next pitch, and that is a ball. One and one is the count. Yes, Simmons had the huge hit in the bottom of the seventh with two strikes, or maybe not two strikes, but to score two runs to tie it. Now ball hit up the middle, base hit. At least one run will score. In off the third, now the throw home. Runner will go first to second, runner staying at third. So just like that, Hammond gets a run and replaces the runners on the bases. Zoe Cunningham comes in, one nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Haley going to third. Avery Kenyon watching that throw come home. Over to second base. So Kenyon with the RBI single, second and third, and now Crosby into the right-handed batter's box. Second base is trapping for your Bulldogs. At third base is West at shortstop. Williams will get to the outfield. Here comes the fire. Swung on down third base. Picked up. Runner sack. Throw to first in time. Throw home. Not in time. Safe. Two-nothing Hammond. Runners invade on the bases. Honestly, I'm not sure what's happened there. And now Hannah Beltnap is up. Runners on second and third pops one up behind home plate. Haley Cunningham comes in to score. 
Two to nothing, the Hammond Red Devils. And again, runners on second and third here. Apparently, I don't know if she pulled her foot or, or Crosby got the first in time. But Crosby is on second base right now. What I thought was an out on first base maybe might have been a pull foot by the Hewleton Bulldogs or just safe to begin with. So it's runners on second and third with only one down. And now Johnson gets ready. Here comes the right-handed windmill pitch low in the dirt, bounces, getting in front of it is Spooner to keep the runners at bay here. So for him, unfortunately, they've just gotten the run in and replaced the runners right back to second and third each time. Not fortunate for the Bulldogs. Tough first inning. Here comes the pitch, swung on. Williams catches it. Just before it was ready to hurt, hit the dirt at short. That a big out right there. Down goes Belknap, F6 in the books. That will bring up Ava Howie. This is an early two runs by the Hammond Red Devils, but we got a long game in playoffs and championship games. No matter if you've already scored two, when you got two outs and you got runners on the pond, you want to cash in here. Here comes the fire. Swung on, base hit out into left field. In the score is Avery Kenyon. Being waved around, Crosby, throw to the plate. Safe. Oh, no. Hammond got robbed. Hammond got robbed. It's called out. She was way underneath the tag. And the Hubleton Bulldogs get out of the inning. Three runs for the Hammond Red Devils off of four hits. And I think it should be 4 nothing. She slid under the tag all day long with the Bulldogs. Get some luck from the softball gods here. They need some coming up to bat three down trapped in Johnson Williams. Two up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. In light of COVID-19 and the ever-evolving world of technology, the Richard E. Winter Cancer Treatment Center staff have opted to change our cancer support group to an online forum. This is an opportunity to reach out to others and ask for resources, experiences, and even just for a boost of encouragement if and when needed. You are not alone in this journey. Visit facebook.com slash Claxton Hepburn to join the cancer support group today. That's facebook.com slash Claxton Hepburn. I'm feeling breakfast. I'm feeling lunch. Well, I'd prefer breakfast. Well, I'd prefer lunch. Solve that problem with Sunday brunch at Buster's. Served from 10 to 1. Plenty of breakfast items, plus ham, meatballs, zingers, and more. Buster's is open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 till 8.30. Dine in, take out, or delivery. And Sunday brunch is from 10 to 1. Brunch at Buster's, baby. 1130 Patterson Street, Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right, here we go. Bob, the first brought to you by the St. Lawrence County Industrial Development Agency. Visit slcida.org. Maybe you got a business. Maybe you're thinking about opening one up. They've got the tools and resources you need. Well, the tools and resources the Bulldogs need are their bats here in the bottom of the first first of this girls class D softball championship Hammond come out and they hit the ball mixed with an error and they score three ones lucky it wasn't four so three nothing on the Holland pump supply scoreboard Allison Trappin sophomore into the right-handed batter's box hits one down the first baseline drifting foul seven feet down the line one and one here is the count 
Freshman Chastity Johnson in the second spot. Senior Molly Williams in the third. Senior Amber Cunningham in the cleanup spot. Sophomore Carly Simmons batting in the fifth spot. All of them instrumental parts in that comeback. Katie Cunningham, freshman in the sixth spot. Michaela Ritchie, freshman in the eighth, seventh spot. Senior Dakota West in the eighth. And sophomore Lily Spooner in the ninth. And now ball two here to Trappen. Well, if you're the Hamilton Bulldogs, yes, you would like to get a run back right now. But more than anything, you want to make Tanner work on the hill here and at least get some runners on and around the bases here. Here comes a right-handed windmill pitch. That's fouled back behind home plate, not a play. And now two balls and two strikes is your count. Again, long way to go. Don't got to put on the rally caps right yet if you're the Hamilton Bulldogs. But you'd like to bite back a little bit here and maybe get a run back at least. And now Traffin gets back into the right-handed batter's box, has the left heel up. Now swinging, missing. Good pitch by Tanner. And it is an awesome turnout here today at Augensburg Free Academy to look down the right field out of play line and see the support the Hammond Red Devils are showing and the support down the left field line, and now a hit to second base, shoots up, throw to first in time to get Johnson. 4-3, put out in the books. One pitch later, two outs here on the Hewelton Bulldogs, and then to see the support all the way down, home plate out into left field by the Hewelton Bulldogs. It's just a great atmosphere. Everybody able to come out, support your teams, have some fun. And now the hitter that's got it done all season long, senior Molly Williams, steps into the right-handed batter's box trying to get something going with two outs. Tanner has faced her before and faces her again in the circle. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. That's deep on the left field. Left fielder on the beaten path has it. Molly Williams retired F7 in the books. And a absolutely picture-perfect first inning for the Hammond Red Devils, scoring three in the top half of the first. And then three up, three down on the dogs. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the top of the second inning. Hammond Red Devils are loud and proud and ready to rock here this afternoon. It is 7, 8, and 9 in the lineup. Howie Arquette Town next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. We've been helping injured North Country folks for over half a century. I'm Ed Betts with the Carlisle Law Firm. Insurance companies are not trying to help you out after you've been hurt. They're trying to save money. If an insurance company contacts you after you've been injured, Don't contact them. Contact us at 393-1111. For more information, you can visit us at carlislefirm.com or at one of our offices in Ogdensburg, Watertown, or Malone. If you're hurt, call the ones, 393-1111. Hey there, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Are you looking for another financial institution? Have you ever been a member of a credit union? Come see what a credit union can do for you. Open a new membership and receive a free gift. We would love to have your business. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Check us out on Facebook and go to our website, stlawrfcu.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Before I went to commercial break, I mispronounced the lineup. I said 7-8-9. Howie had already batted back in the first inning. It's Brooklyn Arquette currently the sophomore up to bat. 
Lily Town on deck, and then the top of the lineup and Zoe Cunningham for the Red Devils. Harquette in the right-handed batter's box. And she's getting cheers from inside the dugout. Like I said, these Red Devils come here today to try to win this championship game and are loud inside the dugout here. They want it. Johnson, the freshman, right-handed windmill thrower. Next pitch comes in, and that's a ball. Three balls, one strike is your count. All season long, Hewilton head coach Eliza Pierce and assistant coach Chris Showers have relied on Johnson in the circle. She's worked through her battles all season long. Ball hit hard down the left field line, drifting out of play. That a big pitch to make it a three-ball, two-strike count here. A lot of action going on. Boys lacrosse. It was the Class C Championship baseball game that we did earlier. Lisbon, 11-1 winners over the Flyers. Here comes the pitch. Swinging. Strike three. On our quest. A big strikeout here for the Hewilton Bulldogs. There's no doubt the Hammond Red Devils have the early momentum. That doesn't mean it changes. Often championship games are a roller coaster ride of emotions, ups and downs. But right now, the Red Devils with three runs in the first and then get Hewilton one, two, three, have the momentum. Lily Town now up, tries to bunt, fouls it back to the cage. No balls in one strike, your count. Zoe Cunningham on deck, Haley Cunningham in the hole. After this one, we're going to go back over to the boys' varsity baseball field and bring you the Class D boys' baseball championship between Hewilton and Edwards Knox. I'll have no idea if we're on time, not on time. We'll know that when we get over there. Here comes a fire from Johnson, and that inside. So one ball and one strike is your count. It's tough when you get down early because you want to get those runs back quick. But the only way you get runs back is protecting yourself defensively on the diamond. Ball hit to Williams. Three hopper. Williams throw to first over the head and out of play. And the Red Devils, with one out, have a runner in scoring position. Second error in this contest by the Bulldogs. They had five in the semifinals and almost lost. And although Hammond had three hits in the first errors, are giving them some extra bases and account for at least a run in this game. And now Johnson gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Followed back to the cage. No balls in one strike is your count. All the momentum in the favor here of the Lady Red Devils. Katina Dillon got them fired up. They've started the game well. Twirling the bat in the right hand here is Zoe Cunningham, the leadoff batter for the Red Devils. Here comes the fire. Swung on. Third baseman off the tip of her glove. Runner stays at second. Runner at first. Oh, boy. Well, if somebody can go find the old first aid kit with the sniffing salts in it, it's time to go grab it and give them to the lady dogs. We talked about it in our Mort Back and Sons pregame show. you got to be ready to play defensively on the diamond. They're not to start this game. It cost the North Norfolk Flyers. It's costing the Hewilton Bulldogs right now here in this spot, or excuse me, top of the second inning. Runners on first and second. The important thing is there's one down. So you get a strikeout, you make a solid play defensively on the diamond, you can get out of this jam and start to try to swing the momentum back in your favor. Good thing is it's early. You know, that was a situation Nor- Norfolk was in in the boys' baseball game before. But eventually, Lisbon just pushed it out too much. And Nor- Norfolk couldn't come back. 
So now Hammond. Haley Cunningham, one for one, singled in the first and came around to score. Gets another chance here. Here comes the fire, and she pulls the bunt back. And that's a ball, so one ball, no strikes here. To Haley, just like Zoe, twists that bat with the right hand before they step in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch, swung on foul back to the left in the cage. One ball and one strike is your count. Again, these two teams played twice during the regular season. Hewelton lost 4-2 the first time, but then won 3-1 the next time. So the runs that Hewelton gave up earlier are big here. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Foul down the third base side. So two strikes here on the batter, Cunningham. Tanner on deck, Kenyon in the hole. Absolutely gorgeous Saturday afternoon, probably about 75 degrees. Slight wind, blue sky with limited white clouds, sun shining on the diamond. Here comes the fire, swung that foul back to the cage. Well, just kind of a little bit of a tug of war here. Johnson seems in some sense in this at bat poised to get the strikeout. But at the same time, the way Haley continues to fight in there and foul balls off, she's working her way back in it. Here comes the rock, the right-handed windmill pitch out of the strike zone. 22, I believe, is her count here on Cunningham. Johnson gets ready, got the shades on, got the mask. Here comes the fire, swung on foul down the third base side, rolling toward the Hewilton dugout. Twenty-two your count as Cunningham will come back into the batter's box. One down, runners on first and second. Here comes the pitch, swung on to Williams at short, picks it up, throw to third in time to get the force out. Good play there. Runners at first and second. So Lily Town out at third on the force out. Williams charged, picked it up in the dirt, got it over to West. Two down. Zoe Cunningham and got over to second. Haley on first with the fielder's choice. And now Tanner into the right-handed batter's box and looks at strike one. I, I know it's early, but I really feel right now in this stage of the game that you will can ill afford to give up these runs on the bases right now. Here comes the fire, and that is outside, evens up the count at one ball and one strike. But mind you, sophomore Tanner can hit the ball. She nailed it out in the left field, 0 for 1, her first at bat. Kenyon Deck can hit the ball as well as Crosby in the hole. Ball hit deep into center field between the gap to the fence. That will score and clear the bases. And on first base are the Hammond Red Devils with a 5 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. If there's any consolation to the Hewilton Bulldogs, it's that even when the throw came home, Sidney Tanner stayed on first base. 
Two RBIs, a huge shot out into left center that found the gap, rolled back to the cage. Bulldogs did a good job. They hit the cutoff, got it home. It wasn't in time. And right now, this is in scary territory. I know there's a ton of time, but you don't feel good about being down five to nothing here. And there is a pinch runner here for the Hammond Red Devils. Landria Kenyon comes in to pinch run. Up to bat is Avery, who hits the ball well. Strike one. Kenyon, Avery, not afraid in a championship game in the batter's box. She's ready to swing and put the bat on the ball. Here comes the fire. Low, inside. One ball and one strike. Here is your count. Back in the box is Kenyon. Johnson gets set. Here comes the delivery. In. That's a strike. Just caught the inside corner. So one ball and two strikes is your count here. And now getting ready to rock and roll is Johnson. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Williams got it in the glove. Caught it. And that's the third out of the inning just before it hit the dirt. And Avery Kenyon is retired, F6 in the books. But not once again before the Hammond Red Devils strike again in the top half of the second. Two runs off of two hits. There was another error in that inning on your Hewelton Bulldogs. And it's five to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply Scoreboard. The Bulldogs, Amber Cunningham, Carly Simmons, Katie Cunningham, four, five, and six, due up next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Thanks to the dedicated efforts of our local businesses, our schools, our healthcare providers, friends, family, and neighbors, St. Lawrence County is open for business. In order to keep St. Lawrence County open for business, let's continue safe health practices and stay local, shop local, and support local. That'll help keep St. Lawrence County open for business. This message brought to you by the St. Lawrence County IDA. If your business needs help and guidance, contact the St. Lawrence County IDA at slcida.com. Sure, work helps pay the bills, but it also creates the aches and pains. It's time to reduce that pain and restore your normal function with Northern Physical Therapy. Yes, they'll get that lower back of yours or that shoulder that's been giving you problems feeling much better. In no time, you'll be back to work, but without the aches and pains. Work-related issues, sports-related issues, get back with Northern Physical Therapy in Ogdensburg, Clayton, and Evans Mills. Celebrating their 25th year of health, wellness, and results. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. I welcome you back to the bottom of the second girls class D softball championship. Christopher Spicer being the play-by-play. Him and Red Devils, three runs in the top of the first, two in the top of the second, have a 5-0 lead. Senior Amber Cunningham struck out here to begin things for the Bulldogs. Sophomore Carly Simmons, who had a lot of big hits in their last semifinal game against the Edwards Knox Cougars, including the game-tying hit that drove in two runs. And then she eventually came off third to score at home plate in a rundown situation. She's into the right-handed batter's box, swings and misses. One ball and one strike is your count. It just doesn't feel good early here for the Hewilton Bulldogs. Right now, the Hammond Red Devils completely in command here. Here comes the rock and fire by Tanner, swung out and missed by Simmons. She chased it a little low. No balls and two strikes is your count. Katie Cunningham on deck. Michaela Ritchie in the hole. On the second, brought to you by Community Health Center in North Country, offering affordable health care across the North Country. And now strike three on Simmons. Back-to-back strikeouts. So the first five batters of this game have been retired in a row by Tanner. Katie Cunningham now, the freshman in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch and at a strike. No balls and one strike to count. Hewilton right on the teeter-totter in this game. They've got to try to see some momentum some way or another here. Here comes the pitch, low inside. You never know. You get a runner on. You can get them over to second generally pretty good and maybe get a duck on the pond and in scoring position here. That's all Cunningham is trying to do is do her job and get on base here. Now ball, chopper to third, and fielded not well. An error on the third baseman. She didn't get it in the glove. Some uncharacteristic errors. That definitely should have been scooped, and Cunningham should have been out, but instead E5 in the books, Cunningham on first. And like I said, you just try to find a way to get on. Now designated player Richie up to bat here. Runner on first. Here comes the pitch, and that is a strike. Had some speed. Not going to second on that one was Cunningham. We'll see if she tries this time here. Coming with some pretty good heat out of the hand right now with Tanner in the circle. Here comes the pitch up high. And the Red Devils are ready to try to peg down Cunningham if she goes. Frothing at the mouth right now, the catcher, Zoe. Sometimes you've got to take the chance, though, in the big games. Here comes the pitch, swung on foul down the first base side. And all of a sudden, with two strikes, it seems like trapped over there at first base is Katie Cunningham. Yes, maybe the catcher is ready, but like I said, you've got to force the throw you got advanced runners on the bases. 
dogs. Richie trying to dig herself out of a hole. Here comes the pit. Swung on down the first baseline. Picked up by the first baseman. She'll tag Michaela Richie coming up. And that will be the third out here on the Hewelton Bulldogs. No runs, no hits, one error. They do strand one on the bases. Hammond Red Devils 5, Dog 0. We'll be back next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. All of a sudden, we're into the third inning of this girls' Class D softball game in Hammond. Yet again, another base hit. Loop single over short. Olivia Crosby, two for two today, and she's on first base. And the Hammond Red Devils already have struck for three in the first, two in the second to have the 5 nothing lead on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. And they lead off this uh, top of the third here with a base hit. And now Beltnap. And that's up in the air. Spooner trying to get out of the crouch over to her left. Good attempt. Just couldn't quite get there in time. And the Hewelton Bulldogs, desperate for runs, but it's just the way it is in the game of baseball or softball. Even though you trail, you got to go out and get the outs first on the diamond before you can get the runs. Ball hit to short. Williams picks it up, throw to second, in time to get the force out. It was close. Sliding in feet first was Crosby covering second base was Trafton. And a big out to get the force out. Nice play by Williams, getting it over to Trafton. Crosby is out. Belknap on first via the fielder's choice. And then we'll bring up eighth grader Ava Howie. Just like Hubleton is young, so are the Hammond Red Devils. Hammond's pitcher is sophomore, Hubleton's pitcher of freshman. And each of them have some younger kids in the lineup. Hubleton slightly a little younger than Hammond. Here comes the pitch, swung on foul tip. Runner will be sent back to first in Belknap. Arquette on deck, Lily Town in the hole. Well, Lars, the Hewelton Bulldogs, my man, need a little puppy power here. You're going to have to try to send your good vibes. Here comes the pitch, swung on, base hit out into right field. First to second are the Hammond Red Devils. Base hit by Howie. And Hammond continues to hit the ball. Now batting the first baseman, 
Arquette will step up. She struck on the second. 0 for 1 here. Step into the right-handed batter's box. I'll tell you, I know it's early, but five runs right now. And Hammond hitting the ball out into center field base hit. They're going to be waved to score. Here comes the throw home. Tag. Safe. Hammond Red Devils safe. Slide underneath the tag. Oh, boy. Six-nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Runners on second and third. Howie all the way to third. And on second is Arquette with the double. Six-to-nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. A good effort by the Dogs with the play at the plate. Called in favor of the Hammond Red Devils. And six-nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And, well, if you are nervous about the Lady Dogs in the semifinals in the bottom of the seventh down, eight to four, and they came back, I'm going to tell you something right now. Hammond is in complete control. You should be absolutely nerve-wracked if you're a Hubleton fan. You should be high on a kite, out in the sky, baby, floating over like the Goodyear blimp, watching this game if you're at a Hammond Red Devils, loving life with the five, six now, nothing lead that they have on the North Country Sports Authority. They are, baby, they're hiding the magic carpet right now. So Hewleton definitely in some trouble. I'm not saying that they can't come back. There is a lot, and I mean a ton of game left. But they have dug themselves a very big hole on the diamond. And now Bunt back behind the, the cage. No balls and one strike to count here at Lilytown and then back to the top of the lineup. How often every inning we've talked about the Hammond Red Devils have runners on second and third. Johnson gets ready. Here comes the right-handed windmill throw, and that is strike. Swinging and missing his town. The designated player, she got on via an error the last inning. Well, trying to protect and keep these runs on the bases here is Hewleton. Here comes the pitch foul back to the cage. Two strikes. So a chance here maybe for a strikeout. It would be a big out if the Hewleton Bulldogs can get it. In the grand scheme of things, if they just give up this one run, they only gave up one more in this game. So all in all, not bad. But if they give up a couple more, it is rut-row shaggy time. Here comes the pitch. Swung on to short. Williams throw home. Tag in time. And I got to be honest with you, yes, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I don't know what's going on behind home plate because, honestly, I think the last one, I think the tag was there and she was out. There was no doubt. She was safe. She slid under, and, and it was called out. It was a great play by the Hewleton Bulldogs, but some wacky plays here, and that should have been a run. So that's, that's a couple now. Stay six to nothing. You're getting a little bit of luck here if you're Hewleton. You might not feel like it down 6 nothing. Fielder's choice, town over to first, now goes over to second. So runners on second and third here. Wow. Crazy. Here we go. Here comes the pitch. Popped up in the air. Johnson out of the circle. Has it. Bangs into West. Ball drops and foul of territory. Run scores. Communication. And right now, Johnson is hurt. 
as West ran into her. And the collision, I think the other station saying Molly wins, but I believe that was Dakota West off the third base that collided with the pitcher. And the Hammond Red Devils have a 7-0 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. All the air in the Hewilton Goodyear blimp has come out. There is dead silence on the field as that run scored and their pitcher down after the collision. What should have been the third out and only giving up one more run and being 6 nothing, instead 7 nothing. And I'll tell you what, these wooden wagon wheels getting cracked here on the dogs early in this contest. And they are in some serious jeopardy of the Hammond Red Devils just extending it out too far. It's really on that bubble right now. Hewilton has got to get the third out, and they're going to have to try to get some runs to steal some momentum here. They absolutely can. But right now, like I said, you could hear a pin drop down from home plate all the way out into left field. Johnson going to get back in it here in the circle. Getting some good well wishes by your teammates. And Keppel pitches are awarded to her. That one seemed good. She shook her head as if, yes, I'll be all right here. And now she'll get a couple more and we'll get ready to rock. So good news for the Hewilton Bulldogs in the sense that Johnson is okay. Bad news, the communication wasn't great on the diamond and they surrender the run and not get the third out. Seven nothing now. Hammond runners on first and third. Up to bat is Haley Cunningham, strike one. On the way to second here is Zoe. Hammond could potentially, with a base hit, have a 9-0 lead. Down the third base, picked up by West, throw to first, in time, and it looked like maybe on first base the foot was pulled. Great effort by Simmons, maybe just keeping her twinkle toes on the bag. And now for the third straight inning, the Hammond Red Devils have punched runs here. They've got two off of three hits. There was an error in that inning, and the Hammond Red Devils strand two on the bases. It is seven nothing. Yes, there's a lot of time left. In fact, five innings offensively for the Hewelton Bulldogs. But I'll tell you something: if they don't get something going, all of a sudden the third, the fourth, and the fifth inning could be gone in a blink. And Hewlett could be staring down still by six, seven runs, maybe even more. So they've got to get something going here. Get on the bases, get running around the bases, generate a run next. Who they'll send up. It'll be 8-9, top of the lineup west. Spooner traffic next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club but he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks, but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. 
At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club. But that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Girls Class D Softball Championship. Hewelton trailing Hammond 7-0 now, bottom of the third. Up to bat here is Dakota West. Lily Spooner on deck. Allison Traffin in the hole. The Red Devils, Tanner, beginning her third inning of work. Has given up no runs and no hits. Hammond just has the one error on him. No walks even. Here comes the pitch up high. West trying to be one of the only ones to get on so far here in this game. They got to try to tic-tac-toe themselves back here. Two balls and one strike. Your count currently to the senior West. Three seniors on this Hewleton team. Here comes the pitch. Swung on down the right field line. Fair ball. No, just foul. Oh, boy, it looked close, but the official right down there on the right field line, closer than you and I were, can make the good call. And a foul ball, that was close to at least being a single, maybe a double. And now the next pitch up high runs the count to three balls and two strikes. And, well, Betty, if, if you were trying to bring tears to my eyes here this afternoon, you, you succeeded in doing that. Greatly appreciated ball hit. Second baseman coming in to catch it, has it in the glove. And Dakota West is retired. There is no doubt over the years. Creating bonds with families. And whether you're listening at home or sometimes you're here, a lot is put into this. And when it comes down to it, Lily bumps it up in the air. Catcher has it. Bobbled out of her glove, and she caught it with the right hand. Hammond can do no wrong here. Two up, two down. Allison Trafton, the leadoff batter, will come up. So when I sit here and reflect after 10 and 3 quarters years and I open up your card, and you're thanking me. And the and now in the right-handed batter's box is Traffin. And what you've done and what you deal with and being able to listen to your granddaughters be able to play. Uh, and that I could help you out in that way. And that, that means a lot. You know, you, you, no matter... No matter at the end of the day, Betty, when I go home, I know that I'm doing you a, a great favor and you're super appreciative of it, and, and that makes the world go round today. So for me to you, a lot of love <laughs> and choking up in tears as I'm trying to bring you this bottom of the third inning. Two outs here on the Hewelton Bulldogs and Traffin here trying to keep the Bulldogs alive with two outs. 
And now Tanner gets ready. Here comes the fire and that a strike right at the knee. And now in a little bit getting back in it is Tanner against Traffin. Johnson on deck, Williams in the hole. Here comes the pitch. Swung on base, hit out into right field. Almost got by the right fielder, but a snag with the glove. That could have been maybe two or three bases. And now Trafton with two down. Again, just want to try to keep continuing the inning here if you can. You know, Trafton's got some wheels. You expect her to try to get to second shortly. Johnson in the right-handed batter's box. Here's the first pitch. Trafton thought about it, didn't go. Catcher come out of the box ready to fire whatever, which way, but loose. Just didn't have the opportunity. And now Tanner gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Low in the dirt. Bounces off the catcher's glove. On the way to second is Trafton. Round second, but she'll stay put right there. And the <laughs> the 20 bucks that you gave with the car for lunch, uh, you've never had to do that at all. So that is appreciated, and I'll definitely be thinking of you. I'll make sure I go get something that I really wouldn't normally get and enjoy and uh, definitely be thinking about you. So much appreciated, Betty. Uh, you know, uh, all the girls, it, it's been a chain reaction, all of them over the years playing, and, and no doubt some sad notes. This, this could be possibly Molly's last game. But a base hit up center by Johnson. Being waved around from third, Trenton scores. And, well, maybe the opening of the cards was just what needed to be delivered. Cassidy Johnson with the base hit, RBI, and it's seven to one here. Now Johnson on first. You'd love to get over to second because Williams has a good chance of getting a base hit. Here comes the fire from Tanner, and that a strike. A couple times, I, I know. <laughs> Hammond ready to pull the trigger down to second. A couple times, though, Hewelton's kept the runner at first and maybe kept him out of a scoring chance opportunity. She digs in those cleats, created her trough in the right-handed batter's box. One six, got a big at-bat here. Here comes the fire from Tanner. Swung on. That's out in the right field. It's in the air. Right fielder coming. It's going to drop. It gets past the right fielder. In the score all the way from first is Johnson. Williams at second. Safe. No! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I gotta be. I gotta be quite frank on the air. I gotta be clean. But I, you have seen probably three awful calls in this Section 10 championship game. I mean, there is no doubt about it. Her hand was on the bag. The tag was never to the back in time. Wow. Wow. I. Jiminy Cricket in the Wild Frontier, it's my job to keep things calm here at the stations, but also report the game. And I'm telling you right now, I will go back on instant replay and tell you there has been three absolute bad calls here today inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Calls that have benefited the Bulldogs, calls that have not benefited. But that one right there, that was absolutely blowing. I got to call it like it is. I'm sorry. 
And the Hewlett Bulldogs strike with two runs, though, 7-2. to It's been fair. It's happened against the Red Devils. They should have scored a run earlier, and the girl was called out at the plate. If you're in a Section 10 championship game, come on now. Pick up your level. The girls do. We do. Time to pick up yours on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. The warmer weather is finally here in the North Country, and now's the time to get your vehicle serviced at Mort Backus & Sons. Our GM-certified service technicians are factory-trained and ready to help get you going on the road for summer. For anything from routine maintenance to larger jobs, give us a call at 315-393-6000 today to set up your next appointment. Or feel free to use our online scheduling at mortbackus.com. Find new roads with GM-certified service at Mort Backus & Sons Chevrolet & Buick where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. Used to be plenty of hot water, but then two became three. They showered, dishes done, but you get a three-minute cold shower. You could have bought a new Bradford white water heater, all of the hot water ever needed, average lifespan 16 years, and, and made right in the USA, but you didn't. Then three became four, and now the dishes, laundry machine, everyone in the house competing for hot water. It's time. Gas, electric, or tankless models. Have your contractor get you a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back to him and Red Devils. They have come to play today out on the diamond. They struck for three in the first, two in the second, two in the third. Had a 7 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The Hewelton Bulldogs got two runs back, important runs with two outs as it started with Traffin. And then Chastity Johnson got a big hit. Molly Williams got a big hit. But then Molly Williams called out at second base uh, as she rounded the bag. Uh, and apparently did not get back in time, although a lot would argue here on the North Country Sports Authority. And now coming up to bat here, every Kenyan ball out into right center, and center fielder coming over. That drop on the way to third from first are the Red Devils, and they're at second and third here. And a double here by Avery Kenyon. And the Hammond Red Devils continue. Now, yes, the Hewleton Bulldogs have made some errors, but the Hammond Red Devils are winning this game. They are hitting the heck out of the softball right now. They have, so far, they had through three innings of play, nine hits. They've got 11 hits now, and yet an out recorded on them here in the fourth. The Hewleton Bulldogs, they got two huge runs to chip away at it. But they're down 7-2. to Giving runs back right now would really feel not good, I'm sure, for head coach Eliza Pierce and assistant coach Chris Showers. Hammond Red Devils head coach by Katina Dillon. Right now in the circle, Eliza Pierce in there. There is no doubt been some just questionable calls out here on the diamond this afternoon. It's been fair for both teams. Oh, Hilton did. Yep, Traffin now has come in to pitch. Eliza Pierce. Yep. Allison Trappin, the sophomore half a second base, has come in here for Johnson. So Johnson going the three innings, giving up the seven runs off of five, seven, or excuse me, nine hits so far but she would be charged for these two runners on. 
So 11 hits overall that she's given up here this afternoon in the three innings worth of work. So trapping in off of second base here to try to resurrect what would be an unbelievable comeback once again by the Hewelton Bulldogs. They started finally to wake up from their nap, it seemed like, punching in the two runs. But now in jeopardy of giving those right back here with nobody down. On third base is Tanner. On second is Kenyon. And that's the nice, like I said, you know, there's there's some teams that have really taken it on the chin because of COVID. And the Hammond Red Devils basketball teams and the soccer team really took it on the chin. Uh, over the couple of years, they could have had teams that ran to the New York State Final Four and maybe won a championship. So they are ever so deserving of be here. They are absolutely hungry, and they are ready, absolutely ready to win this game here and now up high. And we've got some speed out of the right-handed windmill pitch of Trafton coming here. One ball with no strikes is your count. Melt nap on deck. Howie in the hole here in the top of the fourth brought to you by Northern Physical Therapy. Celebrating 25 years. Next pitch over the catcher's head. Runners as it sprung off the fence and back to Spooner quick. Weren't sure to come home, and it's probably a good decision they didn't. But now two balls and no strikes. Right now, the Hewleton Bulldogs, I believe, in jeopardy here in this top of the fourth of either coming back and winning this game or losing this game here. And now Trafton gets ready. Rocks, here comes the delivery. Hit, foul down the first base side, rolling out of play. Congratulations, the Lisbon Boys baseball team, Class C, Section 10 champs. They came out ready to play this morning, playing defense. Flyers weren't so. And eventually, Lisbon goes on to win 11-1 only in five innings of play. So they'll head into the overall Section 10 semis and finals. And after this, we go to the Boys Class D Baseball Championship. And now rocking. Here comes the fire from Trappin in the dirt. And that is a dead ball, ball four. It was off the, yeah, hit by pitch. It was off the foot, actually. Thought it hit the ground before it hit the batter, but it didn't. Right at the same time. And now on first base, and the bases loaded are the Red Devils. With nobody down and Beltnap up here. She flew out her first time up at short. And then reached via fielder's choice and came around to score. First pitch is high. And right now, I mean, if, if Hammond clears these bases, I, I really... I mean, I hate saying it. I have a hard time believing that Hewelton will come back here in this contest today. Here comes the pitch, and that is right. Hewelton has to be ready as they're all drawn in on the infield. They know in this moment if they get the ball, they've got to get it home to get that force out. There is nobody down. 7-2 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, and the bases are loaded. Here comes the fire. Swung on. Foul down the first base side. Two strikes now here on the young lady Belknap. Howie on deck, Arquette in the hole. Three seniors for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Three seniors for the Hammond Red Devils. Both want to keep playing on sides of the fence. Here comes the pitch from Trapton. Swung on. Williams to third. Throw to home. Not in time. I'm not sure yet. Out. She was on the plate somehow. 
although she caught the ball to the side of herself to her left spooner, and they made it just in the nick of time to get the force out Tanner at home. And I just wasn't sure. It could have been, I think, either way that one would have been. And a good out for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Runners on first, second, and third, though. Fielder's choice, right? Bell snap over to first. And now Ava Howie in the right-handed batter's box swings and misses. If, if, if Hewelton can get out of this inning, not giving up these runs, after they score two, to keep him and off the board, they really have some momentum they could carry into the bottom of the fourth. That's if they're in a big-time jam here out on the diamond. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Back to the pitcher. Throw home. There's one pitcher. Will hold it. Spooner. And that's two outs. So Crosby over to third. Beltnap over to second. Howie on first with the fielder's choice. And this is a recipe right here for how you come back in a game and a recipe for how you lose a game if you're in a big lead right now. 7-2 to two on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Could Trafton come in and get them out of the ham jam they're in, maybe? Brooklyn Arquette comes into the right-handed batter's box with one hit. They could deflate the Bulldogs right here big time. Here comes the pitch, and that's a strike, right? Just at the knees, maybe the threads of it catching the kneecaps. Uh, Arquette, no ball and one strike is your count. And now Trasson gets ready here. A big pitch in this contest. Here it comes. Swung on, missed. Two strikes. This game takes whole new meaning with a strike and an out than it would have had for him and scoring maybe two, even possibly three runs in this contest, which they still could do. A big pitch, the biggest one yet for the Bulldogs in the game. Trapped in rocks, here it comes, in the dirt. Spooner, a good block. She got her hand out like a backhand to block that, or it would have rolled to the cage. And maybe a run would have scored. She has done that all season long done a great job in the catcher's position even as a sophomore and now Trafton gets ready here comes the fire up high and out of the strike zone holy cow I'll tell you what the Hewelton Bulldogs going back to that game against Edwards Knox now this one how do you have any nails left you think they just about be bitten off here and now Trafton needs to try to find the plate more than ever here here comes the fire and it's low in the dirt, blocked by Spooner. Great block by Spooner. Would have been a run in to score. Now it is bases loaded, three balls and two strikes. Well, it's all about just trying to play catch with the catch, letting your defense do the work behind you here and try to throw it to that mitt that Spooner provides. Here comes the rock in the fire. It's a good pitch, fouled. Oh, boy, Uh, out desperately that the Bulldogs need. They cannot get fouled off by Arquette. Give the sophomore who had an RBI double her last at-back, came in to score credit there. She is trying to be the spoiler in the right-handed batter's box. There's only one thing left to do. Dig deep again if you're trapping and try to put it there. Here comes the fire. Foul. She got help this time. 
from Arquette as it was up high in the strike zone. Arquette swung and fouled it back to the cage. So much hinges on this pitch right here, right now in this game for both teams. Trafton gets ready. Here it comes. Looks good. In the air. Caught. Dropped. And stays at home. An error at short. Williams had it in the glove and dropped it. It came out only after a second. I think that's a good call, to be honest with you. There has not been some good calls, but that one was. Oh, Jiminy Cricket in the Wild Frontier. Eight to two on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The bases remain loaded. And now strike one here to Lilytown, batting in the ninth spot. It's still not completely awful if they only give up one because they got two in the inning before. But that one hurts. Oh, Jiminy Cricket in the wild frontier. Here comes the pitch. Popped up in the air. That might be a base hit on the right field. McAllister comes in and has it. An absolutely must out. Town retired by McAllister, the flex player for Hewelton here this afternoon. But not before they get one run off of one, two, two hits. Yet again, another error. Error in every inning by your Hewelton Bulldogs. I really thought that was going to be behind them and in their pass from their game against Edwards Knox where they had five errors. But for some reason or other, they're just, they're just getting gobbled up again by them here. It's the Hammond Red Devils that they only got one. Not, not too, too, too bad, but still, ugh. So it's eight to two here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. There is still four innings of offense here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. They'd like to get a couple more here. The young lady with the big hit that tied up the game, Simmons will lead him off against Edwards Knox. Cunningham on deck, Richie in the hole next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. In light of COVID-19 and the ever-evolving world of technology, the Richard E. Winter Cancer Treatment Center staff have opted to change our cancer support group to an online forum. This is an opportunity to reach out to others and ask for resources, experiences, and even just for a boost of encouragement if and when needed. You are not alone in this journey. Visit facebook.com slash Claxton Hepburn to join the cancer support group today. That's facebook.com slash Claxton Hepburn. I'm feeling breakfast. I'm feeling lunch. Well, I'd prefer breakfast. Well, I'd prefer lunch. Solve that problem with Sunday brunch at Buster's. Served from 10 to 1. Plenty of breakfast items, plus ham, meatballs, zingers, and more. Buster's is open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 till 8.30. Dine in, take out, or delivery. And Sunday brunch is from 10 to 1. Brunch at Buster's, baby. 1130 Patterson Street, Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer being the play-by-play girls softball Class D championship. Hewelton came back from five runs in the bottom of the seventh in the semis to knock off Edwards Knox 9-8. to eight. 
Herman DeKalb had a 2 nothing lead on him, and they scored him in three runs in the bottom of the seventh to come back to win 3-2. to two. That's how each team punched their ticket here after Hewelton winning the West regular season by one game and gaining the number one seed. But in this game, even though they split during the regular season, Hammonds owned it. Three runs in the first, two in the second, two in the third, one in the fourth. Hewelton only has answered with two in the third. Eight to two on the Howland Pump supply scoreboard. First out was Amber Cunningham for the Bulldogs in this inning. While we're away with some of our great sponsors, she came up, popped it up to Avery Kenyon at short. It's sophomore Carly Simmons in the hole. Simmons had three hits in that game against Edwards Knox. Drove in some major runs. Cunningham on deck. Richie in the hole. Lady Dogs, though, got two runs with two outs the last inning. Got to try to manufacture more. Here comes the pitch and that foul back into the catcher's glove. That'll be a strike. Now back into that right-hand batter's box with that left heel up in the air. The left toes touching, looks at a ball high in the strike zone. Simmons stands kind of a little further back to the outside of the box. Doesn't get right in there. Gets closer up to the front. Here comes the pitch. Swung on hard. Out into left field. Left fielder on the beaten path and drops it. Oh, wow. What should have been a can of corn ended up being an error, and Simmons on board. And the left fielder for Hammond had it for just a second. Clupping. Let herself think she might not catch it. And in that second, she dropped it because she had it at first. One down, runner on second. Katie Cunningham now. Reach me an error the left time. Comes up to bat. Base hit out into left field. And now on the way to third is Simmons. The throw is not in time. Runners on first and third. That is the way you hit the ball right there. That a textbook hit. A line drive ripper. And now Michaela Ritchie. It's 8-2. to two. Hewelton could use at least a run, if not a couple, in this inning. That would make themselves feel real good. I mean, the games just went against them the whole time. Strike one. On the way to second here is Katie. And now Ritchie with no balls and one strike. West on deck. Spooner in the hole. Try to put it to the right side of the field. Timeout by Katina Dillon. She'll take a trip to the circle. She wants to talk to her infield here. Now's the chance for head coach Eliza Pierce to talk to the batter. What you're trying to do no matter what is just advance the runners if you can. The best way to do that is try to get the ball. You obviously want to try to get the runner on right now because you're down by six runs. But the bottom line is she can get the ball to the right side of the field. Generally, that will at least get Simmons in. That would push Katie Cunningham to third. And then if there's that pass ball, you might be able to scratch in that fourth run in this inning. Or you just get a base hit, maybe a drive in two. We'll see what Richie tries to do. But, uh, again, you know, this lineup for the Hewelton Bulldogs, yes, they depend on the girls in the top of the lineup, but also in the middle stages and bottom. And a lot of times throughout the year, these girls do come through here. 
And right now, in a big moment, they're going to have to come through. I mean, let's face it. I, I mean, how many sports experts would say that Hewilton has to get these two runs in to eventually maybe come back and win this game? I think a lot. Foul back to the cage now. Good cut by Richie. And now she's got to stay in it here. Tanner gets ready. Awfully close in the circle. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul down the first base side. And, hey, it is a tough spot to be in as a freshman in a championship game. And, no, you got to try to deliver with runners on second and third. And, well, she's fouling some balls off, trying to stay in it here. Tanner gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul down the first base side. And rolling out in front of the cage of the Hammond dugout. So this is the point in time where the batter's starting to win the battle in this at bat here. Here are early couple of strikes. I know the balls are fouled off and late, but that's a good sign if she connects that she could get it down the right side of the field here. Here comes Tanner. Here comes the pitch up in the strike zone. What a good eye there. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I could have laid off that one. I feel like I would have been swinging up too high and I'd be out going back to the bench on that one. Great eye by her, Richie, in a tough situation. Digs the old Knights back in to the right-handed batter's box. One ball, two strikes is your count. Here comes the pitch. Swung on miss. Four strikeouts for the Hammond Red Devils. Tanner. And now Dakota West, the senior, not on purpose, but has a lot of pressure on her shoulders. As these are two ducks on the pond that I believe have to come in if Hewilton in the end successful. Foul back to the cage. I'm not saying that they can't come back even if they don't cash in these runs, but I would say their chances are 90% better if they cash in at least the run off the third, if not the both of them here. So now West trying to dig in, got one strike. Your exclusive home for Major League Baseball, AM 1400, ESPN, WSLB AM, Waddington, Hammond. All the way to third is Katie Cunningham. Eight to three. Anything, and I mean anything, the Bulldogs would take right now. That is huge. Eight to three. They'd really like to get that runner off the third, and I feel like they could think this inning be a success here. And now Tanner gets ready. Here's the big fire to West, and it swung on high in the air. Second baseman should have it hard to see in the sun. It drops out of her glove. Oh, my God. Dakota West reaches be the air, and Santa Claus coming early for the Hewilton Bulldogs. Ho, 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 he delivers a run that the Hubleton Bulldogs shouldn't have scored there as it's 8-4 to four on the old Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now Spooner in the left-handed batter's box, bunts it. Down third base, third base comes in right away, throw to first in time, innings over. 5-3 put out in the books. But not before the Hubleton Bulldogs, when it looked like they won cash in, they could ching a couple in the old register, two runs off of just one hit. <laughs> Some luck going on for the Hewilton Bulldogs. They need it. It's eight to four. 
in the grand scheme of things, the first four innings have not gone well for them any way, shape, or form. The fact they're only down four with three offensive innings left is huge. They actually have a chance in this game. Hammond, they have a chance to win it just as much. We'll be back next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. These are difficult times, and our team at Community Health Center of the North Country understands your family's safety needs to be your number one priority. But being safe does not mean avoiding your doctor. Certain primary, pediatric, and behavioral health services are now available through our new telehealth platform, keeping your family healthy while they're comfortably at home. Visit chcnorthcountry.org slash telehealth for details. We all know friends, neighbors, even family members that live paycheck to paycheck. We also know that when you miss a paycheck because you're injured, because you can't work, it doesn't take very long for your finances to fall apart. If you've been injured and you're not getting paid, you need to call the Carlisle Law Firm. We can answer your questions and we can help guide you through the complicated process of workers' compensation. Call us or find us on the web at carlislefirm.com. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. Are you ready for the fifth inning? I don't know how many twists and turns on the roller coaster ride we're going to have in this inning right now. Just in case you're joining me, it's Hewelton Hammond, 8 4 Hammond, grounder to second, Hewelton to first in time. Johnson filling Trafton's position at second, gets the throw over to first in time. And all of a sudden, Hammond start or Hewelton, excuse me, starting to win some momentum back in this game, truthfully. Hammond could have put the dart right in the heart on the Bulldogs the last inning when they had more chances to score, multiple runs, only scored one after Hewelton had scored two to make it 7-2. Hammond had a chance to break the game open. West, third base, scoop, pick up, throw to first in time. Back-to-back outs, 5-3, put out for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Sidney Tanner will come up. But it was 7-2. Hammond could have made it 10-11-2. Instead, only 8-2. And then, again, a lot of this happening with two outs or one out. Dogs got lucky in the bottom of the fourth, scored two more runs. It's 8-4 here. And so far, having their most successful uh, inning defensively to start here, and it comes all the way in the top of the fifth. Now low in the dirt. One ball and no strikes is your count here. Kenyon in the cleanup spot. Olivia Crosby in the hole. If the Hammond Red Devils go with two outs here. Again, I mean, Hamilton Bulldogs, they're seizing momentum. If they could get out of this inning and get one or two more, watch out. Here comes the pitch, swung on. West picks it up at third, throw to first, in time, inning over. That's where the Bulldogs should have been playing defense in the first several innings. And for the first time today, the Hammond Red Devils come up and go down just like that. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. The Hewelton Bulldogs now. They come and get ready for their top of the lineup. They scratch two in the third, two in the fourth. Lars, your puppy power starting to work. Whatever you've done since the third inning, you're getting two runs in an inning. 
So do what you got to keep doing if it's running in circles, baby, or it's going to get your favorite toy and squeezing it, squeaking it, baby. Do it here. Bulldogs next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hey there, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Are you looking for another financial institution? Have you ever been a member of a credit union? Come see what a credit union can do for you. Open a new membership and receive a free gift. We would love to have your business. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Check us out on Facebook and go to our website, stlawrfcu.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. Thanks to the dedicated efforts of our local businesses, our schools, our healthcare providers, friends, family, and neighbors, St. Lawrence County is open for business. In order to keep St. Lawrence County open for business, let's continue safe health practices and stay local, shop local, and support local. That'll help keep St. Lawrence County open for business. This message brought to you by the St. Lawrence County IDA. If your business needs help and guidance, contact the St. Lawrence County IDA at slcida.com. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Bottom of the fourth, Allison trapping a rope out over the left fielder's head. It rolls back to the cage. Bottom of the fifth. I'll tell you what, I'm glad Ty Sr.'s here, man. Not only does he take good care of us at the Augensburg Bowling Alley, but he's taking care of me today. Let me know, hey, Spice, maybe I'd actually get in the game. It's the fifth inning. And, well, a double that rolls back to the case. Now hit right back to the pitcher. Bobbles on the way to first and safe. Runners at first and third. And the Hammond Red Devils don't look like themselves here. Oh, wow. Allison Trapton again. In this bottom of the fifth, roped one out over the left fielder's head, rolled to the fence. She got on second base with the double to lead things off. And then Johnson just put it back to the pitcher. It was doubled in the young lady's hands. You know me. I don't beat the high school kids up. I don't talk about their names, just like the officials. You know, they make an error the first time. You know who's playing the position. I'm not going to mention their name if it was major league, obviously, you know. But we're not going to beat the kids up here and error on the picture. And uh, by the time the throw went to first, Johnson was there. So runners on first and third as Trafton got over to third. And now Molly Williams comes up to bat. An RBI single in the third. Right now, I think, uh, yes, a hit. But more important, her to find a way to get on. Because she can run the bases as well. And now the young lady... Grandma Betty, get ready here. Here comes the pitch. Up in the strike zone. Ball one on the way to second is Chastity Johnson. You'd never had to give me $20 and bring tears in my eyes. I don't need $25. <laughs> uh, I wish I could take you out to, to lunch, to be quite honest with you. Here comes the pitch, and that inside, two balls and no strike. That's the way it should go down. And now, Hewelton. Amber Cunningham on deck. Williams gets back into the right-handed batter's box with nobody down, runners on second and third. Two balls, no strikes. Here comes the pitch, swung on, miss. Two balls and one strike. That had some heat from Tanner. There's no doubt the Bulldogs got to find a way to at least get the two runs in off the bases right now, especially with nobody down. 
if you don't get both of these runs in, you're in trouble. Now, I don't have to do this play. I'm just saying before the inning's over. And now Tanner gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Base hit. Center field. In the score from third is Trafton. Johnson held up on third. Should have been better base running there by the Bulldogs. Got to call it like it is. Johnson should have been already cooking the third and been, to, been home. But it's okay. There's nobody down. But you know me. I get fired up. May as well put me in the game for crying out loud. But a big hit by Molly Williams, RBI single. Grandma Betty, are you stoked, baby? Here we go. In the dog pound. Lars, you're jumping up and down, I can tell. And it's uh, 8-5. Low, Molly on the way to second. So now runners on third and second. Again, in this situation, being down the way they were, Hewilton needs to get these runs off of second and third, especially still with nobody down before this inning is over. They'd love for Cunningham to get on with a base hit here. Here comes the pitch from Tanner. Low, but caught at the knees. So no balls and two strikes here to Cunningham. Oh, these runs are so valuable on the pond right now for the Lady Dogs. Here comes the pitch up high. I mean, I know what this is, you know, playoff games are all about, but, I mean, Hewleton ripping the hearts out of their fans and parents and grandparents over the last two games here. And now Tanner gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Foul back. Did your job on that pitch. In magnitudes of these games, the games get slowed down, and it's pitch by pitch. She did her job on that pitch. Now she's just got to try to do her job on this pitch here. One ball and two strikes. Eight to five. Hewleton, some way, somehow, is in this game. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, miss. Out number one. Big strike out and out for the Hammond Red Devils. Carly Simmons now comes up. Carly Simmons, the sophomore, knows what she's got to try to do here. I'm telling you, these runs don't come in. That is a big blow to the Hewleton Bulldogs. Low. One ball and no strikes. Just in case you're joining me, Hammond took with three runs in the first, two in the second, three, two in the third, a 6 nothing lead. Then Hewleton made it 6-2 with two runs of their own in the third. Then Hammond scored one in the top of the fourth, make it 7-2. Low, inside, two balls, no strikes. Hewleton scored two in the bottom of the fourth, make it 8-4. They have made it 8-5 in this inning and have runners on second and third with one out. And Tanner, given everything she has in the circle for the Red Devils right now. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Base hit. Down to third base. In the score. Runners stay at first and second. A great play by the third baseman, though. Olivia Crosby may have saved a run in this inning. She knocked the ball down, didn't have a throw to home to get the runner, didn't have a throw to first. So an infield base hit by Simmons, 8-6 to six on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Runners on first and second. Ball hit in the air. The pitcher dropped. No! Kenyon! Dog doubled up! Innings over! Kenyon 
with an unbelievable dive on the diamond, pumping her chest out to the Hewleton player and doubles up the Hewleton Bulldogs. Oh, boy. It was a pop-up. The pitcher wasn't going to catch it. Infield fly rule in the end. And then they got her off of first base. She threw back. So the Hewleton Bulldogs still success. They scored two runs to make it 8-6, but that other one, ooh, that's sitting on the tip of their tongue right now. That They, they probably should have, could have got another one that would have loomed large. They do get two. They get it off with three hits. And now all of a sudden, eight to six, we go to the top of the six. No matter what, the Hilton Bulldogs have put themselves back in this contest. But again, I think that run that didn't come off a of second base could come back to loom large here in this contest. Hammond, Kenyon, Crosby, Beltnap, that or St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play, the effort by Kenyon. We'll be back next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Sure, work helps pay the bills, but it also creates the aches and pains. It's time to reduce that pain and restore your normal function with Northern Physical Therapy. Yes, they'll get that lower back of yours or that shoulder that's been giving you problems feeling much better. In no time, you'll be back to work, but without the aches and pains. Work-related issues, sports-related issues, get back with Northern Physical Therapy in Ogdensburg, Clayton, and Evans Mills. Celebrating their 25th year of health, wellness, and results. Oh, baby, this week the playoff wheels on the bus going round and round. In order to advance in the playoffs, there's going to have to be some gritty performances, some unbelievable plays made. Who steps up helps lead their team to victory and eventually a Section 10 championship. The votes will be coming in throughout this week, no doubt about it, to eventually see who our next more Bacchus and Sons, Pepsi, Dockersburg, Baller, Student Athlete of the Week is. Could it be a student athlete from Lisbon, Morristown, Hewleton, Ogdensburg? When the votes come in and the winners pick, we'll highlight their week, let you know what they did to help lead their team to victory. So good luck to all Section 10 student athletes. It's do or die time. Time to rise to the occasion. Can you help lead your team to the promised land? And in doing so, receive an awesome water bottle from Pepsi and two slices of pizza from Cam's Pizzeria and be our next week's more Bacchus and Sons, Pepsi, Ogdensburg, Bowler, Student Athlete of the Week. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back to the Hewleton Bulldogs now. Just gobbling up the Hammond Red Devils defensively. First one, Avery Kenyon up to bat. The senior after making an extraordinary play defensively. Hit it back to the pitcher. They threw her out at first. And now Crosby grounded out to second. So just like that, two outs here on the Hammond Red Devils. Beltnat comes up to bat here with two down in the top of the sixth. Hammond has an 8-6 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. To sum this game up, both teams have given each other runs. Both teams have made hits. And we're at the point right now Does Hammond has done it a little bit more with the 8-6 lead here. And now here comes the next pitch by Trafton inside. And, and you think about the job Trafton's done, but th- there's a couple runs, if you think back, 
Hamilton maybe could have got out of the inning when the bases were loaded, never given up one run. And then with just one out and having a runner on second, not cashing that in, those are two big runs that, uh, you know, could have went Hewilton's way that didn't. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, miss. Two strikes now here on belt nap. Hewilton will have seven, eight, nine in their lineup when they come up to bat. And now Trafton gets ready. All important. Got to get out of the inning. Let's go, Bulldogs. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, miss. Inning over. Her first strikeout, and Allie Trafton has done a wonderful job coming into this game for head coach Eliza Pierce. All the momentum has swung into the favor of the Hewleton Bulldogs, but were they too many behind? That's the question. It's 8-6. to six. They've got six outs left. We go to the bottom of the six. Seven, eight, and nine. Richie West Spooner do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Leasing still remains a great way to get that new vehicle that you were thinking of. And at Mort Backus & Sons, we'd be happy to sit down with you and explore the benefits of leasing your next automobile. With typically lower payments, the ability to get a new vehicle every few years, and a hedge against depreciation, a vehicle lease has many possibilities to help your automotive needs overall. We invite you to stop by and see us on Route 68, or reach out to us at mortbackus.com to see if leasing is right for you. Find new roads at Mort Backus & Sons Chevrolet & Buick where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. Used to be plenty of hot water, but then two became three. They showered, dishes done, but you get a three-minute cold shower. You could have bought a new Bradford white water heater, all of the hot water ever needed, average lifespan 16 years, and, and made right in the USA, but you didn't. Then three became four, and now the dishes, laundry machine, everyone in the house competing for hot water. It's time. Gas, electric, or tankless models. Have your contractor get you a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. These are difficult times, and our team at Community Health Center of the North Country understands your family's safety needs to be your number one priority. But being safe does not mean avoiding your doctor. Certain primary, pediatric, and behavioral I welcome you back. Bottom of the six, Christopher Spicer, we're going to play by play a girls' class D softball championship from Augensburg Free Academy. Hammond versus Hewleton. They both had comeback wins in the bottom of the seventh to get here. Hammond 3 2 over Herman, 9 8. Hewleton over Edwards Knox. Hammond has had much of a six run lead in this game. It was trimmed to 6 2, and then it became 7 2. Then it became 8 to 2, then 8 to 4, then 8 to 6. That's where we stand. 8-6, bottom of the sixth. Hewleton up to bat is the number one in home seed. Richie, freshman, into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch outside. West on deck, Spooner in the hole, then the top of the lineup for the Hewleton Bulldogs. There's a couple runs that could have swung either way that could loom large in the end of this baby today for Hewleton. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt. Three balls now. And they need to get Richie on, but they really need to get the runner on second base because of pass ball opportunity. Three balls and no strikes is the count. And now Tanner gets ready. Here comes the fire down the middle, swung at. Maybe it was three and one because I don't think it, full count. Three, two, because she swung aggressively at that that she wouldn't have swung at. 
just missing some of the pitches that we were coming back from some of our great sponsors. Three balls and two strikes here. Tanner gets ready. Right-handed windmill pitch. Swung on foul back to the cage. Count remains full. Bottom of the sixth inning brought to you today by St. Lawrence County Industrial Development Agency. No matter how big or small your business is or maybe you're thinking about opening one up, visit slcida.org for the tools and resources to help you out. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Grounder to second. Field it. Throw to first in time. Michaela Ritchie retired 4-3 in the books. I'm not saying that Hewleton's not going to come back or can't. But I just wonder if they got too many behind. And the way runs and swings go, Hewleton could have got out of jam with the bases loaded, not allowed a run to Hammond. That one more they did to make it 8-4. And then the one Hewleton didn't score in that last inning that could have potentially made it 8-7. That, the swing of those two runs right there were a tie game. And now two strikes here to Dakota West. So with one out, she's down the count, no balls, and two strikes here. Spooner on deck, then the top of the lineup with Trappen. Tanner gets ready. Here comes the fire, up high. And with the pass ball, how nice it would have been for the Bulldogs, even though it doesn't matter because the bases are empty, to have had a runner on. And now back in that batter's box is West here. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, miss. Strike three. Six strikeout for Tanner here today in her sixth inning of work. Two up, two down here in this bottom of the sixth for Hewleton. And now Spooner in the left-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, miss. No balls in one strike. Seeming to find back her stroke here as Tanner in the circle. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Maybe got a foul pick. Two strikes now on Spooner. Eight to six to score. We will roll to the top of the seventh here unless Spooner can get on. Here comes the fire. Out. So called strike three. Seven strikeout. For Spooner here this afternoon, no runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We're through six innings of play. It is the Hammond Red Devils that come up to bat in the top of the seventh with an 8-6 lead. Seven, eight, and nine. Howie, Arquette, Towns. Either the Bulldogs, they, that's the deal. You cannot score two runs and at least tie this game or maybe score three runs and come back to win this game before you go out and first retire the Hammond Red Devils. So Hewleton, before they even think about that, they got a huge job to do out there defensively. And Hammond, if they're just trying to play one more on the bases, maybe get a big hit, score another run, and that would be a huge dagger to the Bulldogs. We come back for the seventh. And one more game today. Why not maybe after this one? Next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. These are difficult times, and our team at Community Health Center of the North Country understands your family's safety needs to be your number one priority. But being safe does not mean avoiding your doctor. Certain primary, pediatric, and behavioral health services are now available through our new telehealth platform.
keeping your family healthy while they're comfortably at home. Visit chcnorthcountry.org slash telehealth for details. In light of COVID-19 and the ever-evolving world of technology, the Richard E. Winter Cancer Treatment Center staff have opted to change our cancer support group to an online forum. This is an opportunity to reach out to others and ask for resources, experiences, and even just for a boost of encouragement if and when needed. You are not alone in this journey. Visit facebook.com slash Claxton Hepburn to join the cancer support group today. That's facebook.com slash Claxton You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play number 763 over the 10 and 3 quarters years that we have broadcasted. It's the Girls Class D Softball Championship. Hammond up to bat with an 8-6 lead. And two strikes, I believe, on Howie for the Red Devils. Batting seventh in the lineup and eighth grader. Arquette on deck in the Carlisle Law Firm on death circle. Get your free consultation with the, with the ones. Otis Simon, Edward Betts, Floyd Grandy the second, Bill Carlisle, William Carlisle. And now just missing is Trafton. Trafton came in to start the four inning, fourth inning. Uh, after, well, not start the fourth inning, but when the bases were loaded, only gave up one run in that situation. Could be a big reason the Bulldogs come back eventually to, to pull this out. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt. The Hewelton Bulldogs are going to need some late-inning heroics once again, but first they got to get the outs on the diamond here. Trafton not trying to lose the batter, Howie. Rocks, delivers, low. Three balls and two strikes. Three straight balls. Just got to try to find it one more time here if you're the Hewelton Bulldogs. Beautiful Saturday, mid-afternoon. Next will be the Class D Baseball Championship. It still appears that the Class B is still going on. Here comes the pitch low, and that'll be ball four. Howie on board, and that's big news for the Red Devils right now. Arquette now in the eighth spot. Town on deck, and then the top of the lineup in Zoe Cunningham. Hewlett Bulldogs got to make some plays defensively on the diamond here. And now here comes the pitch, and that swung on back to the pitcher. Throw to first in time. Runner gets over to second base. Arquette retired 1-3. That's a veteran play made there by the sophomore, even though she's young, to make sure you get the out. You can ill afford to give momentum to Hammond and try to get the force out, not get it. So runner on second with one out here. And now up to bat here is Lily Town. Reached me an error in the second inning. Fielder's choice in the third. Flew out to right. Now bunch one right out front. Foul ball. Throw to first. Hits her in the bat. (laughs) 
And here, foul ball rescind around the stadium. I got to be honest with you, there's that many people here that you heard the unsafe foul ball and then, put, and then fans behind him say foul ball. And then that worked throughout the crowd and other safe foul ball. It's really nice to have the atmosphere for both Hammond and Hewleton here this afternoon. And the fans have been absolutely wonderful, well respective of the game. And now here comes the fire from Trapton. That a good pitch. Just, just below the knees, though, apparently. It looked good, but didn't get the call there. And now Trapton. Trying to get out Lily Town, the designated player for the Red Devils. It's the top of the lineup next here for the Red Devils. Here comes the pitch right down the middle. That's a strike. And now the old Hewleton Bulldogs in the circle trap. And here comes a right-handed windmill pitch. And that swung on miss. Strike three. On Lily Town, and that the uh, second strikeout for Traffin. And well, now Zoe top of the lineup comes up. A big run on second base for Hammond potentially. Nobody to catch it, number nine, Zoe Cunningham. Cunningham is one for four today. Reached me an error in the first score. Single came around to score in the second. Reached me an error, stranded at second and the third. Ground out to second in the fifth. When we wrap this one up, we'll go into our Mort Backland Sons postgame show real quick. Present the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game. Buster's player of the game. Now low in the dirt. Runner going to go. Spooner to third. The tag out. And Hewleton out of the inning. No runs. No hits. No errors. Nobody left on base. Well... Do we have another miracle by the seventh inning for the Lady Bulldogs? They did it in the semis. Do they do it against the Red Devils here in the championship? Yes. Lars, get at least two biscuits out, baby, for good luck. You at home, get your baseball hat out, flip it over backwards, and put it on, baby. You need the rally cap. They've been coming back, but is it enough? Did they get behind too much? Will Hammond protect the diamond defensively? They haven't over the last three innings. So many questions will be answered for you next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. I'm feeling breakfast. I'm feeling lunch. Well, I'd prefer breakfast. Well, I'd prefer lunch. Solve that problem with Sunday brunch at Buster's. Served from 10 to 1. Plenty of breakfast items, plus ham, meatballs, zingers, and more. Buster's is open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 till 8.30. Dine in, take out, or delivery. And Sunday brunch is from 10 to 1. Brunch at Buster's, baby. 1130 Patterson Street, Ogdensburg. Some jobs are harder than others. And if you work in corrections, manufacturing, or construction and have been injured, give us a call. The attorneys at the Carlisle Law Firm are your neighbors. We live in the North Country. We're raising our families in the North Country. We understand what it means to live here and the challenges that people face. You don't need to reach outside of the North Country to find knowledgeable, competent, and winning counsel. Call the Carlisle Law Firm today, 315-393-1111. You're listening to AM 1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. 
your North Country sports leader, is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Bomb the 7th brought to you by Community Health Center North Country, offering affordable health care across the North Country. Hewilton trails by two. Trafton, who got a double last time, leading off the fifth inning, back up, and now swings. And down in the count, no balls and two strikes. Johnson on deck, Williams in the hole. Hammond scored three in the first, two in the second, two in the third to have a 6 nothing lead. Hewleton got back two, but then Hammond added one more up high, one ball and two strikes to make it 7-2, then 8-2. Hewleton made it 8-4 with two in the fourth, 8-6 with two in the fifth, and now they're down to their last three outs potentially of their season here. Here comes the fire from Tanner. Swung on. Third baseman. Great play. Throw to first in time. Oh, wow. That is a big-time play by Olivia Crosby on third base. A one-hopper sure in the glove in the throw. And that our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game so far where you're worth more than money. One out. And now Johnson, one ball and no strike. Williams, they want to try to get Johnson on. Williams could be the tying runs of the plate potentially. Hammond, what a big out. Great hit, but a great fielding effort there. Here comes the pitch up high. Two balls and no strike. This game is far from being over, but Hammond has definitely in control. Here comes the fire. Here it comes. Right down the middle. That's a strike. Two balls and one strike to count. The sand in the hourglass running out here on the Hewilton Bulldogs in this girls class B championship game, trailing by two with one out. Nobody on. Pitch up high. Three balls and one strike. Getting Johnson on would be absolutely huge for the Hewilton Bulldogs. Remember after this one today, we'll go back to our ESPN programming for a little while, and then we'll go do the boys' class B baseball championship. And now three balls and one strike to count here. Hewilton Nation hoping for a ball. It's not a ball, but a base hit, maybe. Yes, out in the right field. Dives out, rolls out of play. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Hewilton held at third base, or no, second base. Hammond got a big break. Let me tell you how it went down. Chastity Johnson base hit out into right field. Right fielder dove for it, hit it. If it would have stayed in and not go to the out-of-play line, I think she might have had third. But it rolled off the hand and player, went to the out-of-play line, and Eliza Pierce now having a conversation with the head umpire. But Johnson, God bless the freshman. She, she managed with two strikes, I think, to get a big hit in the semifinals. You know, that inning, uh, talking about the semifinals, was let off with a walk by Lily Spooner. So now a big base hit double by Chastity Johnson here. And these lady Bulldogs are trying to get somebody to need the defibrillator over on the table just to the right of you and I here. Eliza Pierce wants that run in, thinks that run should be in. Having that discussion, I don't feel that she's going to win this argument the way it's going. There is one down. The Hewilton Bulldogs hanging on by the straps of their chinny-chin-chins here. 
Now Chris Showers has a conversation with the other umpire. And again, like I said, there's been some calls today that have not been good. But I think they have went for both teams. I don't think a team has been at an advantage of some of the calls today. It's definitely equaled out. The errors are the same for each. They're both hitting the ball the same. And now Molly Williams comes up to bat. Here comes the pitch up high off the glove. On the way to third is Cassidy Johnson. Eight to six. One down. I'm telling you, the Bulldogs come back. I may run to the bowling alley and have one and come back for game three, baby. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, fouled back over the cage, one and one. Amber Cunningham on deck. This is a big moment right now for the Bulldogs. Cunningham hasn't been successful at the at-bats this afternoon. She's 0 for 3 on deck. Carly Simmons in the hole. 8 to 6. This game is not over. Hammond strung out between home plate and the right field line fans. Hewelton strung out between the home plate and left field line. And now one and one. Williams, been a hitter all season long, needs one now for the dogs. Here comes the pitch, swung on, missed, two strikes. One ball and two strikes here. One down, eight, six, runner on third. Williams, two RBIs in this contest. Been aboard twice. Two hits, two RBIs. Tanner gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Base hit. Out in the right field. Over the right fielder's head. And rolls out of play. Molly Williams held up at second. An unfortunate break for the Holden Bulldogs. Again, they're beaten. That would have been Molly Williams home or on third base. She knocks in a shot with two strikes over the right fielder's head. And now eight to seven, but she was held up at second base. And it wasn't out of play at the time. It rolled out of play when I thought she was the second, which I would think would grant you third. I don't know the rules like these guys do it. Okay. Yeah. Dead ball. Okay. What? An imaginary line between the fence and the white line. So, so once it goes between the fence and the white line, the it becomes a dead ball. So two bases is a call by head umpire Offeld here in the bottom of the seventh. Hewleton Bulldogs, Molly Williams on first. So everybody knows at least what the explanation is. A good call there. And now Amber Cunningham up to bat, eight to seven, with Williams on second. And now Cunningham, 0 for 3 here this afternoon, looks at ball one. That is a break for the Hammond Red Devils all day long, as Williams would have been on third, if not home. Could have tied the game. Here comes the pitch, swung on, base hit, out in the right field. Cunningham in the score is Williams. Tie game. Holy cow. How about them apples? Holy cow. Holy cow. 
All right, now Simmons comes up with one down and Amber Cunningham on first. And let me tell you something about that. These are the moments that I do this. Katie Cunningham, a senior, with 0-3 on the day, gets a base hit. Simmons, foul ball out of play. I mean, what a beautiful moment for Katie Cunningham. Senior, 0-3, everything on the line, potentially your last hit, a game-tying hit, and maybe that leads to a victory. Good for her. And good for all the girls that have made big plays today. We wondered if this one would come down to the end. I may just stay silent in game number three. Simmons, who's hit the ball well, looks at low. One and one. Simmons struck out in the second, reached me an error in the fourth. Grandma Betty, I can't believe you and I are in this moment. I should come to find you and take you out to eat with that 20 bucks. Here comes the pitch. Low. No strike. On the knees. A delayed call there, but that's he's been calling the same right there. So that is strike. That's the way he's been calling him. And he sticks with it. And now Tanner gets ready. Here comes the fire. Swung on. High in the air. Third baseman called off by Kenyon. Kenyon has it in the glove. Throw back to first. West just in time. Holy cow. Head coach Dillon says, come on now. Well, now, I'm sorry. Amber Cunningham was, I was saying Katie, I get between the two few, but Amber's the one that got the big one-out hit to drive in Molly. She's on first. Base hit. No. Caught out left field. Going in the extra inning. Wow. Katie Cunningham, line drive out into left field. That caught by the left fielder, Amber Cunningham. Two runs off of a couple hits. Jiminy Cricket in the wild frontier. It's eight to eight. Some way, somehow the Hubleton Bulldogs just did it. But now the Hammond Red Devils come up. And I'm going to tell you a little something, something. They got the meat and potatoes of their lineup due up next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hey there, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Are you looking for another financial institution? Have you ever been a member of a credit union? Come see what a credit union can do for you. Open a new membership and receive a free gift. We would love to have your business. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union where people are worth more than money. Check us out on Facebook and go to our website, stlawrfcu.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. Thanks to the dedicated efforts of our local businesses, our schools, our healthcare providers, friends, family, and neighbors, St. Lawrence County is open for business. In order to keep St. Lawrence County open for business, let's continue safe health practices and stay local, shop local, and support local. That'll help keep St. Lawrence County open for business. This message brought to you by the St. Lawrence County IDA. If your business needs help and guidance, contact the St. Lawrence County IDA at slcida.com. You're listening to AM 1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. 
your North Country sports leader, is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Well, just sitting next to Ty Sr. here, he knows the game of baseball and the game of softball, no doubt about it. And the way I feel is this is very becoming in the way this game should go down because both have given runs to the other team. Both have gotten hit. It's really even Steven across the board. And now we go into the top of the eight. The Red Devils top the lineup. Zoe Cunningham up. She's got a hit in this game. And now hits it down to first. Fielded by first baseman. They touch first. Simmons. And now Haley Cunningham will come up to bat. I'm sorry. I think I said before the catch out in left field by Hewelton Zamber Cunningham. It was caught by Jordan Klupping, the flex player for Hammond, made a big catch out there in left field to retire. But Hewelton struck for two runs. It's 8-8 in the top of eight. Hammond with one out and uh, Haley Cunningham up to bat here in the right-handed batter's box. And she looks at ball one. Sydney Tanner. And I appreciate that clarification by Mr. Offeld on that play before. It's really nice sometimes because you don't know what's going on. And to get that clarification up close like that and the explanation to the fans, that's much appreciated. And now here comes the pitch. See, notice I say their last name when i talking about good things, but I don't say the last names when I'm telling about bad calls or the girls out there making errors here. And now Sydney Tanner and the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Every fan that gripes about paying five bucks, because I know it kind of feels crappy to have to pay five bucks, getting five bucks worth, no doubt about it. And now low in the dirt here. Oh, no strike. And now trying to hang in there is the Red Devils, Haley Cunningham. One for three today. Cunningham in a right-handed batter's box. Here comes the fire from Trafton. Hit, foul down the first base side. Now, will people remember, and I'm not looking at my score sheet, when Trafton came in and the bases were loaded and she only allows one run with no out. That's the turning point of the game if Hewelton comes back to win when you look back at it here. She has done a solid job in the circle. Now gets ready to rock. Here comes the fire. Popped up in the air. Everybody trying. West giving everything she's got. Cooking out in front of the dugout. Trying to get there. Just couldn't. Eight straight Section 10 championships. Hewelton from 2010 to 2017. Beat by just one run in 2018 and 2019. 2020 off due to COVID-19. 2021 could be two miraculous come-from-behind victories to win a championship. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Back to the pitcher. Fielded the first in time. One, three, put out in the books. Sydney Tanner now comes up to bat. And, um, you know, I don't mean to put the pressure on the girls, but I got to talk about the facts. You want Sydney Tanner right now, this out, because Avery Kenyon, hello, is up next. She's an athlete, going to make big plays and could keep things going here for the Hammond Red Devils. This is a big, big out right here. Here comes the pitch, or a big, big at-bat, or a big hit for the Hammond Red Devils. I had somebody asked me before, why does everybody hate the Hammond Red Devils? I think they deserve absolute respect. They have turned out so many good teams over the years. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. 
and deserve to be here today. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt. I believe two balls and no strikes now to Sidney Tanner. Kenyon on deck, Olivia Crosby in the hole. You, you felt great getting the two runs and actually tying it 8-8, but still pins and needles for all the fans here in the house today. Getting treated to an absolutely, not a great game, a wonderful finish to a game, I believe. A lot of great moments. And now ball hit. Second baseman fields it. Throw to first in time. 4-3 put out in the book. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. Well, the Hubleton Bulldogs are going to bat 7, 8, and 9 in the lineup. Unfortunately, they're 1 for 9, if not 0 for 9, in those positions today. That doesn't mean they're doing a bad job or not saying anything bad. We've got to talk about the facts of the game. It's 8 to 8. We're in extra innings. 7, 8, 9 in the top of the lineup. Doing a heck of a job today. I can see the sweat on the brow. I tell you, we used to see it in the mile, and now we see it on the field here. Tony Bajor taking great care of everybody. And I was telling people in the stands earlier, they may be griping about the $5 admission fee, but they're loving it right now. They're getting their 5 bucks worth, no doubt about it. Better than a Big Mac anytime is to be here this afternoon. And in a game like this, I mean, you think where we were last year. This is not going on. And, you know, in a way, I wish we could have a two out of three between these two teams because just the way they played against each other. And you feel so great for their fans to be out and the Hewleton fans to be out. And the atmosphere that is just has been created by the two teams out on the diamond. And you sure as heck hope or hate for somebody to lose. Uh, but you know what? I bleed blue. I bleed purple. I bleed blue and yellow. And I bleed green. I broadcasted now 10 and three quarters years, nothing against the Hammond Red Devils for Hewleton, OFA, Lisbon, and Morristown. In fact, the Hammond Red Devils, they've had girls' basketball teams over the last couple of years, and their soccer team in the years past that could have made a run to the New York State Final Four and maybe won a state championship. So these girls are deserving just as Hewleton is. And now, are you ready? Let's get the heart pumped some more here. Mikayla Ritchie into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. Bunt foul back to the cage. We will, after this game, boot, scoot, and boogie over to eventually the boys' Class B baseball championship game. We're going to have to get the lineups. If we're a little late to that game, I'm sorry. We just want to make sure we know what the heck is going on before we even get on the air. Because you know Spice, he might not even know what's going on during the game, let alone before it starts. Now to bunt attempt. That should be a strike, I believe. Foul. Foul ball, so no ball and two strikes here. Well, congratulations to both teams. We got one heck of a game finished for you here this afternoon. Two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Strike three on Richie. What a huge strikeout for Tanner. Her eighth strikeout of this afternoon. Hmm. I just spotted the Dancing Bears t-shirt across the way for the Hammond Red Devils. Supporting the Grateful Dead over there. Now ball popped up out of home plate and out. No balls and one strike. I mean, think you, I talked to you about the job Traffin did coming in with the bases loaded, only giving up one run. But hello, 
Knock, knock. Who's there? Tanner. Now eight innings of work continues to battle and has given her team every opportunity to win this game here this afternoon. Now West, the senior. Low. On deck is Spooner. And then it's the top of the lineup. Oh, boy, if you're Hammond and you surrender Hewelton here, you better get a run or two because you got some meat and potatoes coming in the lineup. Here comes the pitch, swung on foul back to the cage. Seriously, I need to go to Homestead after this baby and get a jungle juice on ice here and settle my biscuits down before the third game. 25 cents for a carton. And now hit the batter. Nope, didn't hit the batter. Uh, didn't hit the batter. Don't let me be the cause of everybody yelling. It looked like it hit the batter. I don't know if it did. Apparently it didn't. I'm on the call. I don't want to be responsible for nothing. It's been a volatile game so far today. I've kept my P's and Q's, but it has not been easy. I can tell you that. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Popped off. Could be a play by the catcher against the cage. Oh, tried so hard. Great effort there by the Hammond Red Devils catch. Zoe Cunningham. She was risking kissing the medal for that ball. That's what you like to see in the game of sports. Staying alive is Dakota West so far. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Foul down the third base side. And we dance again. I'll tell you what. I got to take some pictures of my daughter. They're actually having some type of formal dance. But if I was a smart man, if Hewelton wins this game, I should head back through Hewelton on the way home to Madrid tonight. Now ball hit high in the air in the infield. Cunningham should catch it and does. Two outs. F2. Zoe Cunningham making a great effort here. And now Molly Williams grabbing the helmet of Lily Spooner. Lily Spooner is responsible in a part for the Bulldogs to be here, coming up to bat in the bottom of seventh with two strikes and earning a walk that eventually led from the comeback against Edwards Knox. Bunt, foul. I tell you, I saw the best bunt I've seen in high school baseball or softball in years today in the Lisbon game. A freshman, Lucas Gravelin, made the most beautiful bunt down the third base side, drove in the runoff at third, and got to first safe. Here comes the pitch. Bunted down the first baseline. Foul. Whew. Lars, buddy. I'll tell you what. I, I could use you underneath the table to give you a belly rub to give me some relaxation right now. I know Tony brings his dog to work once in a while, and it gives me a little rest and relaxation. The heart's pumping for the red and the hunting for the purple here today. Here comes the pitch. Bonnet down the third base side. She's going to be there safe. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Top of the lineup. Up trapping. Okay. Okay. All day. All day. Hewelton has not sent their later batters in the lineup on the bases to second base. This might be the time to do it. First pitch. We'll see. Trapping, she's up to bat, hits the ball, fakes the bunt, pulls it back, ball one. 
Hewelton keeping the runner at bay. I, I, I don't know. You're a hero if you send the runner safe base hit, game over. You're not a hero if the runner tagged out at second. So I don't know what the right call is. It could go either way. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, foul back. The one thing I do know is if you hear, listen right now, even though not a lot going on the bridge, you hear the sound of ole, 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 ole. It's the Montreal Canadiens. It's the guy contra the old Vegas Knights. And now ball in the dirt to trap him. Are you ready for purple lava to erupt if Trafton gets a hit and somehow Spooner's coming to the plate? It's going to be a close play. I don't even want to know what happens. Here comes the pitch from Tanner. Swung on. Popped up. Down the right field line. Going to be tough. Drop. And on the way to third is Spooner. Runners on first and third. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The question is, did the sophomore Lily Spooner, who started the rally against Edwards Knox in the bottom of the seventh, potentially start this rally in the bottom of the eighth here? Standing on third base, runners on the corner here. This game has got a million storylines. One of them is Johnson. Not only has she given everything she's had in the circle during the season, but she has got some big-time hits. Remember back to Edwards Knox, but remember in this game, her last at-bat that was a double to eventually get things going and be driven in. And now with runners on first and third, all the marbles you put in the sack as a kid are in the circle now and a chance to walk off with them all here. And a Section 10 Class D championship game. And now Johnson going to get ready to get back in the right-hander's botter's box. Grandma Betty, I hope for you. Shelby, I hope for you. As I do hope for the fans of the Hammond Red Devils as well, that their teams could win. And now we're going to have Your a high school sports authority the in the North Country. AM 1400 ESPN WSLB AM. Potsdam, Ogden. Chris Showers of the Hewelton Bulldogs. Well, here we go. First and third. The pitch. Foul back. No balls in one strike. I will let the crowd tell you what happens here in this game because Hewelton is six yards to my left. Here comes the pitch. Hit in the air. Drifting out of play. And a lucky fan going to have a game ball here this afternoon. Throws it back. I tell you what, I would have kept, kept it for my five bucks, baby. <laughs> I would have had it signed. And now the Hewelton Bulldogs, Johnson, who's had two strike hits all season long, now going to have to do it. Here comes the pitch up high on the way to second. Uncontested is Trafton. Second and third. Well, you live by the bat. 
you die by the bat. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Grounder to third. Bobbles. Throw to first. In time. Just in the nick of time. Her foot was inches from the bag. And we're going to the ninth inning. Oh, wow. That was a close play. A good call down the first base side. But was ever so close. I swear to God, if she had a size nine shoe, she might have been safe here. We go to the ninth inning. The Hammond Red Devils, they've got neat potatoes. Four, five, and six. Kenyon, Crosby, Beltnap next. I, I think I think we're on the teeter totter moment. I think if you're Hammond, they're very capable with the ladies they have coming up scoring. I think they need to. Because you've got Molly Williams and company coming up next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400A. I give this woman a hug any day of the week. I'll tell you what, it's been such a great day. Uh, just sometimes, you know, when you're younger, you just need a little bit of help. And Mrs. Caulfield, you gave that to me, you, you, my heart and soul. So good to see you here today. And I appreciate you coming over and saying hi and being a part of this game here this afternoon. Uh, how's your son doing? I heard they were down 7-3. They're still, They're They're still down. down. But, hey, good for them in the Section 10 championship. And, you know, I got to tell you, I know Matt. He was a great friend of mine in high school. But he was able to knock off the Blue Devils twice this year. And I know when he went home that night, he was jumping up and down. Not in a bad way. But it doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy. You know, you got to support others. And here we go. I mean, how do you go from this game if you're me to go broadcast the next one? Uh, the only, I'll be honest with you, it's because I broadcasted Hewleton and Old Bay and Motown and Lisbon. I'm not against the Red Devils, but I'm pulling for the Bulldogs. It would really help me get through the next game if Hewleton could win this game. Now Avery Kenyon, who has been a leader all season long, and one of the best athletes in girls' section 10 sports, I firmly believe, looks at ball one. Oh, boy, we do it again here. Every pitch, every out, it just becomes that much more magnified here. Here comes the pitch, strike one. One ball and one strike. I'm not even going to say what I'm going to say because I don't want to be the jinx of anything. Maybe I'm just better off not talking the rest of the way and let the fans tell you what happens here this afternoon. And now trapped and digging deep. She's worked so darn hard. Now ball hit right back at her. And base hit in field. She, got, she knocked it down with the glove. Molly Williams then dove and knocked it before it went out in the outfield to keep Kenyon at first. And I told... That is a base hit for Avery Kenyon in the top of the ninth. And now Olivia Crosby, who's got two hits today in the right-handed batter's box. Nobody down. Avery Kenyon's got wheels and will get to second base. Pass ball. Swooner back to the cage. Kenyon on the way to second. And all of a sudden, Hewleton breathing a little deeper here. Runner on second, nobody down, pass balls are going to be so big right now. Yeah, wild pitch on that one for sure. 
And that one a strike. One ball and one strike. Nothing like a 90-degree Coca-Cola. <laughs> but I drank every last drip. Fasten gets ready. Here comes the fire. Low in the dirt block. Runner going to go to third. Throw. Oh, not in time. Almost over the head of West. Safely in the third is Kenyon. I told you what a big batter that was coming up for the Hammond Red Devils and why Hewilton might have wanted to strike a run in that last inning here. Right now, game swinging toward the Hammond Lady Red Devils. Nobody out, runner on third. Crosby up to bat. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt, blocked by Spooner. Belt nap on deck, Howie in the hole. It's okay if they just give up one. They really like to get this out here. One run you can deal with. It's a couple that are, might be really hard to swallow here. And now Traffin gets ready. Working hard, the young lady. Here comes the pitch, swung on. The third base, picked up. They check back the runner to third, but never throw to first. Ooh. I'm not sure why. They didn't throw to first because I think they could have got Crosby. Now runners on first and third. Hannah Beltnap up now. And all of a sudden, him and Red Devils, first and third, nobody down. Here comes the pitch. Low in the dirt. Runner will go to second. So second and third with nobody down. One ball and no strike to Beltnap. These are chances in a game where you would never think that the runners won't come in to score. But sometimes it happens. And now Hubleton traffic. Here comes the pitch. And that's a strike to Beltnap. And that's the issue, not only with a wild pitch pass ball right now, does one run come in to score, but the other runner will get to third base here. So imperative to try to hit the catcher's mid here. He will turn in some trouble here in the top of the ninth. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Dead ball off the batter. Two strikes. They have been in a lot of trouble, honestly, since this game's began. The only time Hewilton was in control of this game was when they come up to bat in the bottom of the eighth and had a chance with a runner on second to maybe win it. And now Traffin gets ready. Big pitch, big at bat. Here comes the fire. Swung on foul. Staying alive is Beltnap. Well, hard to say when we will join that Hewleton Boys Class D championship game. I would assume probably in about 20 minutes, 25, they're going to get underway over there. So we might be joining that one in progress. As we'll stay with this one till the end here. And now here comes the pitch. Swung on miss. Big out. One out on the Hammond Red Devils. Runner at second and third. Howie, an eighth grader, comes up. You have got to know in your mind what's at stake here for both pitcher and batter. Arquette in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt. Good block by Spooner. 
trying to keep the phone in the shade here. I don't want to get too hot and run out of battery. We're kind of getting somewhat down there. We got enough for the game. Don't you worry. We're going to have to charge it up, though. And now Trafton gets ready. Pitch by pitch, breaths are being held across the diamond. Here comes the pitch. Strike. I'm not sure who the heck's yelling out in left field, but he's yelling. You can hear him. Not sure words of encouragement or what. And now getting ready is Trafton. Cranks it. Here she comes. Foul strike. Ball gets past the catcher. Runner comes in to score. And now runner advances to third. Nine to eight now on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Hilton fans were hoping maybe she got a piece of it, but she did not. And now nine to eight with the runner on third base now in Crosby. Hilton gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung at. Back to the pitcher. Oh, no. They could have thrown home and gotten Crosby. Instead, they throw the first. A mistake on the diamond. They should have got the second out at home and be only one run. Instead, two runs score. You get the out, but the God's honest truth. In that situation, had time to throw home and get the out. Mm. Two outs. Now, on the Hammond Red Devils. They take a 10-8 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. With the bases cleared, Arquette will come up to score. That is two big runs for the Lady Red Devils. That was all led off by Avery Kenyon and her hard hit up the middle. And now low. And they're saying that hit her. And now she's being awarded first base. And now on first base, Lily Town now comes up to bat in the right-handed batter's box. Well, can imagine if the Red Devils, after surrendering eventually a multiple lead throughout this contest, after surrendering it to come back and win, what a grind-out performance by them, swinging and missing is Town. Hewelton will have three, four, and five in the lineup do when they come up. But I think that ram that came in, I, I, one is not bad, two is, two is a little bit more than you want to swallow right now. And now Trafton has just worked her rear end off, just like uh, Tanner has. And now ball hit to short, fielded, throw to first in time, inning over. Lily Town retired 6-3 by Molly Williams at short. Two runs. Off of two hits, they leave one on the bases in the end. Ten to eight, your score. For the second time in this game, with the game on the line up to their last at bat, can the Hewelton answer, Bulldogs answer with two or more runs, at least two to tie? It's going to be Molly Williams up. She is three for four today. Cunningham on deck, and then Simmons. A good group of batters for for the Hewelton Bulldogs. We'll come back to it next. 
on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Sure, work helps pay the bills, but it also creates the aches and pains. It's time to reduce that pain and restore your normal function with Northern Physical Therapy. Yes, they'll get that lower back of yours or that shoulder that's been giving you problems feeling much better. In no time, you'll be back to work, but without the aches and pains. Work-related issues, sports-related issues, get back with Northern Physical Therapy in Ogdensburg, Clayton, and Evans Mills. Celebrating their 25th year of health, wellness, and results. The Chevy Equinox continues to be a great vehicle for the North Country. At Morbacus & Sons, we've got what you're looking for. With available all-wheel drive, a slew of standard safety features, and great fuel economy, the Equinox has what it takes to be the vehicle for your family's need. We invite you to stop in and see our professional, friendly sales staff on Route 68. Call us at 315-393-5899 or check us out online at morbacus.com. Find new roads with the Chevrolet Equinox at Morbacus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Put the rally caps on once again. Hewelton trailing now in the bottom of the ninth. We're in extra innings to him and Red Devils. At one time, it was 6 nothing. Hewelton scratched and clawed their way back. We're down 8-6. Tied it in the bottom of the seventh, eighth, eight. Now Williams, hard shot out to center field. Center fielder should have it and does. And Molly Williams retired. That is absolutely huge in this inning for the Hammond Red Devils. That paves their way to victory potentially here this afternoon. Senior Amber Cunningham am in the right-handed batter's box. I really thought that the Hewilton Bulldogs, when they had that runner on in extra innings in the eighth and didn't cash in, with the batters, him and the head coming back up, were going to be in some trouble when they didn't score. And now they're down by two with one out. They have continued to fight hard all season long here. Amber Cunningham, the senior. Huge hit her last at-bat for the Hewilton Bulldogs. Looks to do it again. Simmons on deck. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Base hit out into right field. Wow. Second baseman should have had it. And an error by the second baseman gives life here to the Hewelton Bulldogs. Do we have a pinch runner? Will they send West to second? The tying run is now to the plate here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Simmons into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. Strike one. On deck, Cunningham in the hole is Richie. Him and Red Devils, two outs away from Section 10 champions. Low in the dirt. Gets past the catcher on the way to second is West. Throw to second. Not in time. West safely standing, or excuse me, Amber Cunningham. Safely on second base. Simmons now one ball and one strike. Hewelton, a runner in scoring position. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Base hit out into center field. No. Caught. Double up. Game over. Hammond, section 10 champion. Hammond wins 10 to 8. Yep. Thank you. And just like that, we dip our toes into the Mort Backus and Sons postgame show. 
the Hewelton Bulldogs did anything and everything they could to try to come back. But to him and Red Devils, the one word I have for them is resiliency. And, well, we started off with the Hewelton Bulldogs in the top half of the first, not playing good ball defensively on the diamond. Mixed with an error and three hits. Heyman puts up three in the top of the first. Hewelton goes one, two, three in the bottom of the first. Hammond comes up, scores two more runs off of two hits in the top of the second to take a 5-0 lead. Hewelton, they score no runs in the bottom of the second, so it's 5-0 going to the third. Hammond, two more in the bottom, top of the third to take a 7-0 lead. But Hewelton does scratch two runs off of two hits in the bottom of the third to make it 7-2. But in the top of the fourth, Hammond, once again, they strike for another 8-2, to two, but then Hewelton, here they come. Two in the bottom of the fourth. Two in the bottom of the fifth. It's 8-6. to six. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Big hits by Johnson Williams. Eventually, Hewelton ties the game 8-8. Eight to eight. They had a chance with the runner on second in the eighth inning. Or, excuse me, that was the seventh inning to tie it 8-8. Eight to eight. They had a runner in scoring position in the bottom of the eighth. They were not able to convert. I wondered if that would come back to haunt them as Hammond had the meat and potatoes, Kenyon, coming up, who can hit the ball. And she let him off eight to eight in the bottom, or excuse me, top of the ninth with a base hit. Then Olivia Crosby with a base hit. And the Hammond Red Devils deserved here this afternoon. They both at times gave the game to each other at both the way they hit the ball. They deserve to win the game. But in the end, resiliency pays off. The Hammond Red Devils win. They knock off the Bulldogs 10-8. to We say goodbye to three Hewelton seniors in Molly Williams, Amber Cunningham, and Dakota West. And it has been a true honor over the years to broadcast these girls and share the experiences with you that I have and with your family. Unfortunately, the dogs don't dance today. The Red Devils, Cinderella-like, tiptoe to a Section 10 Class D championship. You heard it right here. So we're going to take a break, go to our normal ESPN programming, and then in about 15 minutes, maybe 20, we'll bring you Game 3 today, Hewelton Boys Class D championship, Hewelton taking on the Edwards Knox Cougars. Congratulations to the Red Devils and the Bulldogs on an exciting finish here today on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Used to be plenty of hot water, but then two became three. They showered, dishes done, but you get a three-minute cold shower. You could have bought a new Bradford white water heater, all of the hot water ever needed, average lifespan 16 years, and, and made right in the USA, but you didn't. Then three became four, and now the dishes, laundry machine, everyone in the house competing for hot water. It's time. Gas, electric, or tankless models have your contractor get you a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Howland Pump in Augensburg. These are difficult times, and our team at Community Health Center of the North Country understands your family's safety needs to be your number one priority. But being safe does not mean avoiding your doctor. Certain primary, pediatric, and behavioral health services are now available through our new telehealth platform. 
keeping your family healthy while they're comfortably at home. Visit chcnorthcountry.org slash telehealth for details. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.